Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 Play it for keeps. We'll get to that in just about a minute now. Let's say good morning, America. Yes, it's that time. It's Fox Sports Sunday. He's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman. And welcome, everybody, to the Fox Sports Radio studios. We're brought to you by GEICO. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit GEICO.com for a free rate quote. Without further ado, my partner and friend, the genius of this outfit, the good man that he is, he's still married. Brian, now, hello, B, how are you? I'm doing good, Andy Firm. It's good to be with you, man. I like that intro. He's still married. It's been a month and like five days. So, yes, we're still married. I like the update. Yay. That was good. Yay, right. No, look, I, I got a problem, and I, only you could help me. Mm. All right? Are you okay. ready? Right. I mean, I know yeah. the NBA playoffs started. We're going to talk about them at nauseum, and I'll tell you what, it makes me sick. It really, because it's going to be going on until July. Right. There's a, there's a bigger oh, problem. Now the, now, the big story is like, you know, LeBron, is he going to leave? He's going to up out of his contract. We got a guy here who's jumping ship. Our executive producer, Robert Dasmati. I get the news the other day, and you got it too, that he's jumping ship. He's going to work like for a gentleman's club. Is that true? He's leaving after next week? What's That's going on? What Why can't man? we I- keep a producer here? What's the story? I, I mean, it's like I- the, it's, uh, what's the band that always went through drummers? 
<laughs> it's like that's what we are. We're, we're the band that always goes through drummers over here with the rotating producer. Getting a complex. Uh, no one wants to work with us. Yeah, but Daz Money, I heard that it's Chippendales. I heard he's going to be wearing the bunny ears and doing line dancing over there. So congratulations to Daz Money. He's moving up in the world. Thank you. Yeah. It's only guys night only. That's that's all the nights I'm working. So I guess the pay is good, one. really? I think that's all it is there, man. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> wow. Wow. I don't know. So, it's my rookie. It's, I don't know if they do any hazing, but I'm very nervous. So that's, I hadn't even <laughs> really? considered that. That's a whole different scenario right there. Yeah. Okay, so he's a traitor. Let's just call it the way it is. He's a traitor. He's leaving us, but that's okay. He's a turncoat son of a gun. You can always come visit me, Andy. Yeah, yeah, right. Why would I want to go see you uh, performing with with, uh, bunny ears? Really, think about that. I'll have a mustache, though, if that makes it any better. Oh, my word. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) like old school 1970s cop sunglasses. Tom Selleck mustache. That's exactly what I'm going to go for. There you go. (laughs) Okay, enough of that. You got to go for it, man. Go all in. Oh, yeah. Right. Go all in. I, I went in all yesterday for the NBA playoffs, although I did not watch all four games. Did you watch all four games? Because I, I think you'd be like a zombie if you watched all four. I caught you bits did, and pieces of all four, uh, but I did a show last night. So, I, you know, you know how it is when you're doing a show when a game's on. You can't quite watch it the same way, but right. Philly, that turned into a boat race in the second half anyway. So you're not going to watch intently every single play when they're winning by 27. It just doesn't exactly. go down like that. Right. And Philly basically roll. I couldn't believe it. I mean, were they like 17 in a row now they've won and the momentum. Everybody's got a story. Every, everybody's uh, got an angle. Like they're, they're, they're too young. They're not at the playoff experience. Hey, they won 130 to 103. They, they gave it to the Heat. And they gave it to them, but good. But, you know, and without Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid right. didn't even so I mean th- this is for real this Philadelphia team's for real now I stayed up but late. here's the thing here let me say say this first off with the 76ers because there is a lot of fanboy logic when it comes to the 76ers and I don't want to root against this team Andy I do not want to they're a lot of fun I love Joel Embiid he is the goat in terms of social media usage like you said he didn't play last night but they rolled they're a good team. But people are blowing out of proportion this 16-game winning streak. Do you realize that 12 of those wins came against losing teams? Teams that have sub-500 records? I understand, but I think it's a good good momentum builder. It's a confidence builder. I mean, look, this team won 10 games a year ago. It only goes so far. Who cares? I mean, you you want to knock them, that's fine. I mean, it's a great story. I'm just telling you, 16 games against 12 teams with losing records isn't the most impressive thing. It's not like, whoa, they've arrived type stuff. It's like, look at who teams have beaten. Not, not just that they've won however many in a row. It's like competition matters. I it understand. matters who you end, end up beating. It's the process. The process is here. It's almost That's complete. That's the problem. Yeah. That's, people, look, there's nothing wrong with looking at it glass half full. Because like you said, Joel Embiid missed a lot of those games in the winning right. streak. So it is impressive. I'm not trying to say, like, who cares, dismiss it. I'm just saying, don't blow it out of proportion. And a lot of people are. I get all these tweets where it's like, Sixers, they're going to end up in the finals thanks to the 16-game winning streak, evidenced by the 16-game winning streak. They beat a bunch of losing teams. Don't go crazy off of that. And Miami is not the Miami Heat of old. That's for sure. And and look, during the regular season, they played four times and they split. So I'm not surprised. I was surprised somewhat with the score. And I was more surprised with J.J. Redick, who basically put that team on his back in the fourth quarter. He ended up with 28 points. And, you know, am I saying that they're going to win this series? I think they will. 
I think the Heat. I think the Heat will fall to the Seventy Sixers probably in five or six games. And I, I think right now the Seventy Sixers are a better team. They got some confidence, and the fact that they've beaten those bad teams. So what? I think you win sixteen in a row, even in Pee Wee football, no. it, it means something. It means something. It's a no, confidence. No. This team won ten it, games a year ago. It's again. That's that's why partially it's being blown out of proportion because they were a doormat. Never mind the fact that Ben Simmons didn't play one game. Joel Embiid played about 30 last season, right? That, that, right. that factors in. That matters, right? So let's not go back to last season every single time we're looking at the 76ers this season. I understand the process and how they've been a doormat for so many seasons and all of that stuff, but that that leads, there's a tendency to blow out of proportion a winning streak with that as the backdrop. No, no doubt. And I tell you, another factor which you hadn't touched on, it was a home game. And there's something like 30 and 11 at home going into the year. And, and Miami was like 18 and 23 on the road. And when you got to lean on Kelly Olinick to be your leading scorer, something's wrong. Really, something's wrong. They don't have anybody. I mean, I heard the announcers talking about, hey, D Wade, D Wade's going to, hey, he's old. He can't get it done. He's going to score like 11 <laughs> points. He can't get it done, Dwayne Wade. It's finished. It's over. Forget yeah, it. Yeah, Goran Dragic. You got some players over there. Miami isn't a bad team. They played the Sixers tough every game in the regular season. So it's game one. We'll see what happens going forward. That's a great, great sign for the 76ers. No yes. Joel Embiid, and they win by 27. I get all of that. And not to belabor the point, Andy, but it's just something that I should bring up here. Yes. Remember the 2008 Houston Rockets? They had a 22-game winning streak. Yeah, yeah. And they got bounced in the first round. Okay, so just because they have a long winning streak doesn't mean that you're destined for great things. And look, the 76ers, they have a quality team. They could easily win this series against the Heat and have a favorable matchup the next series, whether it's the Bucs, who don't play great defense and they've struggled at times, or the Celtics win that series and they're undermanned without Kyrie and Gordon Hayward. So the 76ers have a very legitimate shot to end up in the Eastern Conference Finals. But if they get there, it's not going to be because they beat 12 teams with losing records and rattled off 16 straight at the end of the regular season. I couldn't that agree more. nothing to do with anything. I agree. I couldn't agree more. It, it all, throw that garbage out the window, although a lot of the media people are using it. This is a new season. This is a new deal. And, and I tell you what, I watched the way these guys play, the intensity of the ways these teams play right now. I, I watched Anthony Davis last night. I mean, honestly, if he doesn't get some votes for MVP, and he hasn't really gotten the, the accolades he deserves, what he did last night in 41 minutes with 35 points and 14 boards, he carried New Orleans on its back. Now, you know what? People think I'm crazy because people watch these games. I like to listen to the game on radio, and I listened to the game with the Portland. <laughs> I did. What? I picked it up with the Portland announcer on uh, Sirius XM. I like to go on Sirius XM and hear the home the home announcer. Yeah. I like radio. He's I great. love radio, and that's what I did. And uh, Do you Port- watch it while... I watched You're a little bit of it. Radio, that was a late start. Listen to the radio. <laughs> I, I listened to the entire second half on radio last night, in Portland, and it was while it was watching wonderful. it or just listening. No, to no, it? just listening to the entire second half, and it was really? funny because because Portland came back. New or- New Orleans had like you know a seventeen, eighteen, nineteen point lead, and and they came back, and it, it came like ninety seven, ninety five, but. What right. Anthony Davis did last night, I, I, but I don't know if guys like Rondo and Holiday could put in 40 minutes every single night anymore. That's the problem. They don't have much of a bench, and under the light, they depend on the bench. I mean, Toronto's got the bench. I don't think New Orleans has the bench. That's the problem. No, they don't, but you're right. Anthony Davis was absolutely tremendous. It's amazing that in his six-year career, that's his first playoff win. I know. <laughs> 
They're saying that it's all over online, and I'm like, really? He hadn't won one playoff game? Not one? I know he hadn't won a series, but not one game? I was like, oh my gosh. It does show you a couple of things. It shows you how tough the West is and has been, and it also shows you that you need more than just one star. I know they had Boogie Cousins, but he went down. Anthony Davis has been tremendous for many seasons, and this is the very first playoff win. It's crazy it's taken this long to just get one notch on the belt. It's it's amazing. I mean, you know, I don't know if it's the team that he plays for, the city that he plays within, or the fact that he had not won a playoff game. He does not get the respect that he deserves. I mean, you talk about James Harden MVP, LeBron James MVP. His name's got to be up there. And I'm sure in some ballots yeah. he will get some votes, but he carried that team on his back last night, but he did carry that team the majority of the season. That's what he did. You got three guys scoring a double figures holiday he did it, I think, um, uh, I forgot the third double-figure guy, but it wasn't my, I, mean, I think Clark. Clark off the bench scored 10. That was it. But other than that, th- he mm-hmm. he's everything. He, he's the power plug. Yeah, you had Miritich, Holiday, Davis, and Clark. They all had double digits. But I'll tell you this, man, it, on a bigger, uh, like a broader scale here, Andy, I was thinking about this, man. Yeah. You got to think of the NBA playoffs as a great undercard in boxing or MMA. You know what I mean? Where we, I know we only have a few teams that are really in the mix to win a championship. So there's a tendency for a lot of people to be like, ah, who cares about this Pelicans-Blazers matchup? Right. It's not like either team's going to win a championship. You shouldn't view it like that. You don't go into watching a, let's say, a UFC event, right? If Conor McGregor is the headliner, there's this great uh, premier fight at... You're not going to hate on an undercard that's really good. You're going to be like, oh, wow, we got this fight. And, oh, this is a good matchup, too. And you're going to celebrate it. That's the way the NBA playoffs are, too. So get into Utah OKC. We know neither of those teams are going to compete for a championship. But don't throw it out the window just because of that. Look no, at it like a no. really great warm-up band before the main attraction. And you're going to you know be what? happier watching the playoffs. I love basketball, and I love college basketball and the NBA. And, and certainly, when I watched those games yesterday, you definitely see a difference in, in the style of play, the talent level. I mean, you can't compare college to the NBA. And I love the NBA. As a kid, all I wanted to do was work in the NBA as a PR guy. I put that in my high school graduation book. But here's the deal. You're right about the undercard. But what they should do, because these games are so to some extent, predictable who's going to win these series. They should make it the best of two or three or the best of five. That's what they should do. To drag it out four out of seven with with uh, Philadelphia and Miami or New Orleans and Portland, I, I don't think there's that much love there to, for the fans to follow it. You know what I'm saying? Like Two out of three, what, what makes the Super Bowl, what makes baseball playoffs so great? The one-game playoff, one and done. It's wonderful. Now, two out of three or three out of five, I think that'll be a lot better than have every freaking series four out of seven. I just, I don't understand why it's always, every single freaking year, it's let's change the format of the NBA playoffs. It was three out of why? five for years. <laughs> why? Well, I know, and it was best out of five for a long time in the right. first round. Yeah, I get all of that, but why? what's wrong with more hoops? If something's good, I wouldn't want more of it. Why do you want only the best of three okay. when it comes to OKC and Utah? I'd love to see a. a you, you're showing me series. how What's naive you that? are right now because they did not expand it because it's great hoops. They expanded it because it's more dates, i.e., equals more money. Of course it is. Of obviously, I'm saying as a fan, if I if something is a good product, I want more of it. 
you know, instead of having a uh, a three ounce steak, if it's really good, wouldn't you rather have a twelve ounce steak? That's how I roll. So if we've got OKC and Utah, if we've got New Orleans and the Blazers, yeah, I'll take a seven-game series. I'm not saying, hey, this is really good. I want less of it. No, I'm not yelling that. You know, less of it does not mean it's worse. Less of it makes it more exciting because some of these Why? Why is that series, automatic? Why? No, How is that somebody, automatically the way it always factors out? No, because some of these preview series are not that I guess dramatic, exciting, uh, you know, something like must-watch TV. Because uh, if you make it three out of five or two out of three, you're going to say, "Hey, I got to tune in right now because every game means so much more." I, I don't it's know overstated. if I'm going to watch any more. It's completely uh, overstated. Maybe so. Maybe so. But it's you're not, not going to racing to your TV to watch Bucks Celtics if it's the best of three. You're not. It's there not are happening. many people. And I'll tell you right now, if you don't live in Milwaukee or Boston, a lot of people aren't going to watch that series anyway, unless you're in Vegas betting on it. I, it's just the, the suggestions. It's fine. I get it. Some of them are pretty good, but they're just overstated. Like, okay. hey, hey, if we make this first series the best of three, we're not going to go to work ever. We're, we're just going to quit our jobs and watch these series because they're going to be so captivating. It's like, no, really, it's not going to work out that way. It's overstated. That's all. Well, perhaps we'll see. Uh, by the way, our, our lineup for today, he's Brian Noah, I'm Andy Furman, and of course, we're live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Bronx Sports Talk coming up in about, I'd say, maybe 35, 40 minutes from now. Hour number two, we'll have the Blaine game and bottom barrel betting. Hour number three, Michael Pina. Michael Pina, who covers the NBA for Vice Sports, will join us to talk a little bit about the NBA because what the heck, that's what's going on right now. So that's followed by nose picks and, of course, go your own way. Wow. What a lineup. You'd be nuts to move. You could get to us on Twitter at the No Show, NOE Show, at Andy Furman FSR, or 877-99 on Fox. That translates to 877-996-6369. Now, they may not be as strong as before, but they just might be strong enough. We'll tell you who next. They usually fade come playoff time. That's coming right up. About 21 past the hour, we call it Fox Sports Sunday. He's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. We're live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. And I, obviously, we got to get back to this NBA. You're all NBA. You're in on this. You're in on this, right? You're in. Love the NBA playoffs. I do, too. Yeah. I do. I really do. You know, and I didn't mean All to make... All these people that whine, oh, the playoffs are so long. There's a... What, do you want to get to Brewers v. Reds? Huh? What oh, else they, is going on shot. in sports right now? Oh. Good Lord. All the whining and the tears. And the, they go on for so long. I just want to break down the NL Central. Give me a break. Well, Goodness. The, pro- yeah, the problem is that people don't have the patience any longer because they were crying and whining about the length of baseball games. And you know what? It's funny. They'd rather cry about the length of a game, but they'll still go out in 34-degree weather and watch a baseball game. I don't get it. And I don't even know why they're playing those games. I mean, they played a game in Chicago yesterday, Wrigley Field. I mean, it was more suited for the Chicago Bears than the Chicago Cubs. By the way, by the way, on a side note, why do half of Iowa Sam's drops sound like they're through a tin can? Why is that? Uh, I, I don't know. Do we have stereo in 2018 now? <laughs> They've invented that, haven't they? Like, what? These are um, existing drops from uh, previous uh, eras at Fox Sports Radio, perhaps. Good I did, Lord. I did notice that the sound quality was not quite uh, up to snuff. <laughs> what's, what's the football sound effect that you have? You have that one handy? There you go. 
Dude, that was like when Mean Joe Green was drinking the soda in the, you know, like the hallway of the state. Come on, man. It's 2018. Good Lord. (laughs) Yeah, get with it. But that's Iowa. I mean, that's what they have in Iowa right now, really. (laughs) I mean, that's the... true. By the way, by the way, you would know this, Andy. Uh, Yeah. What what was Mean Joe Green drinking? Was it Coke? It was a Coke that he was drinking. It was Coke and he threw this jersey to the kid, right? Yeah. 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 That's not Yeah, in the tunnel of the stadium. That's right. You know, you had to get a shot in there. And let me just make this before we get back to the NBA about my Cincinnati Reds. They're 2 and 14. Oh, right no one now. cares, Andy. I'm they, sorry. they really don't. No but I, I did a little research because I remember back when the New York Mets were 40 and 120 in their first year in 1962. They too started out at 2 and 14. So maybe there's hope. Maybe that record could be yeah, cracked. There's no hope. It's not happening. They suck. They're awful. But by they the do. way, what's your favorite soft drink? Uh, I like Dr. Pepper a lot. I really, really? Do. I'm a Dr. Pepper kind of guy, but I'll drink just a little fact right there. I yeah, no you know what I like about that. Ale eight, ale eight, a late one, really? ale eight uh, from Winchester, Kentucky. Great drink. I've never like had that. I ought to send you a case. All right, go for it. Or just start yeah. off with one. You know. All right, make sure I, mean, I like I'll, it. I'll take care of you. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> I we'll appreciate do. that. Sure. There we go. By the way, uh, the defending champion Warriors got back on it, and I tell you what, it kind of surprised me. But again. This is not your uh, San Antonio Spurs of the years past. They beat him up pretty good, 113-92. Yeah. And I guess the big surprise right now, I mean, everybody's saying that uh, Steve Kerr is a genius because he didn't start uh, Quinn Cook at guard. He started Iguodala instead. Big, hey, come on. I mean, do you have to be that kind of a genius to, to do that? Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you start Iguodala? I mean, really? Right? Well, I don't think we should throw rose petals at his feet and all right. of that. But it's one of these things where... Look, no, Steve Kerr will never get credit because of the talent that they have. Exactly. They have so much talent, but it's not as if Steve says, all right, what time's the game? Uh, 2.30. All right, you guys know what to do. See you there. Like He does more than just that, okay? I they agree. hadn't played, this lineup hadn't played one minute together in the entire regular season, and that's what Steve Kerr starts off game one with. So he is making adjustments He's managing minutes. He's being aware of nursing injuries and all that stuff. Right. So he does more than just sit on the bench and clap, right? There's no doubt about that. And the Spurs and Warriors, as mentioned, they played an epic game. Let's hear from some of the notables. Do it. And they brought it tonight. It was a different level of play than what we've seen from the past month, which I expected. Um, but now we got to keep doing it. You know, that's the, that's the thing. This is one game. I remember uh, last year Houston beat... Spurs by 30 in San Antonio in game one. Spurs went, went and beat them four out of the next five. So it's one game. That's all. Well, with Steph out, the game's not going to be as free-flowing. So it's going to be a little more methodical. And with our team, our defense slipped a little bit at the end of the regular season. But our intensity was so great tonight and our focus was there. When that, those two things are there and we communicate, we're almost impossible to score on. They can't win without Steph. They're not the same team. Blase, 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 blah, blah, blah. You know, I think a lot of people have tended to forgot uh, what we're capable of. We know, and we're going to show that. They looked, you know, they had more grunt. They had more physicality. First quarter, we looked like deer in the headlights. Very disappointing. I thought we were very prepared physically and mentally, but I was mistaken. Did you watch the game? Yes. What do you think? Didn't. It didn't work very well. So we'll, (laughs) we'll have Danny grow four or five inches by Monday night. Uh, tell him to jump higher and move quicker. And we'll tell Kevin, don't be so good. Come on. 
All right, there you go. Coach Steve Carr, we heard there. Clay Thompson from the Golden like State Warriors. Like a little Warriors. montage right there. Yeah, Draymond Green. just giving it his all before he goes to Chippendales. And then you know, Coach Pop. Okay, there, there you go right yeah. there. I, I just don't think, and he said, Coach Pop said it looked like a deer in the headlights, and they certainly did. I just don't think they have the manpower or the players, and they're just too old. I think that San Antonio has basically hit the wall, and they're not going to win this series. No way. Uh, they just they don't have enough. With Kawhi nursing his injury for good lord, I don't. It's just a saga in and of itself. When Tony Parker comes out and is like, "Yeah, I had the same quad injury. Actually, mine was a hundred times worse, but I made it back." That tells you all you need to know about what Kawhi's teammates think about him not coming back after he's been cleared. We're going on almost two months now that the San Antonio staff cleared him. And they're very meticulous on who they clear and who they don't. He was cleared almost months ago, and he's still like, nope, nope, not quite ready. There's no chance that the Spurs have in this series whatsoever. But I do like how Draymond, instead of going blah, 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 he worked in blase, blase, blase. I hadn't heard that before. That's pretty good, yeah. And I I totally agree with what Draymond is saying. People have forgotten what the Warriors are capable of. It's such fanboy dork logic where you're rooting against the Warriors, which is fine. I get it. But don't turn in into a moron in the process of doing so. And, and don't forget so how great have- their defense was tremendous. I mean, I mean the way they scored, certainly they got their scoring yeah. yesterday. But don't forget the defense. And I look at the San Antonio Spurs roster, and I look at the bench. The guys on the bench should be playing in the three-on-three league. Ginobili's on the bench, coming off the bench. Tony Parker's coming off the bench. Palgasol's coming off the bench. can still play, man. I love uh, Ginobili. Yeah, but he I, really can. It looks like he's got a yarmulke on his head with that ball spot. It does, he really but does. He, he's still all right. If you watch him closely, he it's can, not uh, like he's out there and it's like, dude, this guy's He can't give you 40 minutes. He played like 15 minutes yet. He can't He can't do well, it. Come on. Of course on. not, dude. He's 82. He's not going to give you 48. That's what I'm saying. Goodness. Three on three league. That's it. <laughs> No, man, I'll still give you 15 solid minutes. Just Look, man, this is not the series to look at in terms of intrigue or anything like that, but you mentioned it real quickly about the defense. It'd be too simplistic to chalk it up and say they don't have Kawhi Leonard, who couldn't play great defense against that team. If you just watch how they're defending, they're tenacious, man. Anything. The ball's just being dribbled. You got like two warriors honing in. They're like sharks in the water over there. So if they defend at that level going forward, they're not going to get beaten. It's not going to happen. And you get Steph Curry back, it's a wrap. All these people with like thinking James Harden who wets himself routinely or the Sixers who have won 16 straight against 12 teams that have losing records are going to take down the Warriors. You're mistaken. I'm with you. Couldn't agree more. I tell you what, Brian, no, Andy Furman, we are here and waiting for your comments on Twitter at the No Show, NOE Show, at Andy Furman FSR, or H seven seven ninety nine on Fox. His principles are bigger than his paycheck. That's next. But first, to our guy Ralph Furman, the man for the latest. Well, thank you very much, gentlemen. As you mentioned, Golden State opened up the NBA playoffs with a 113-92 win over San Antonio. Meanwhile, a little ways north in Portland, this happened. Racing to the other end, McCollum shoots a leaning three, knocked it in. It beats the buzzer, but it won't beat the Pelicans. And New Orleans on the road as the sixth seed takes down the Blazers here in game one by the final count of 97 
to 95. WRNO 99.5 FM and the Pelicans radio network with the call as they take a 1-0 series lead on the road. Toronto 114-106. They beat Washington while Philadelphia ran away from Miami 130-103. J.J. Redick 28 points in the win. Online car shopping can be confusing. Not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price that you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. And guys, there's a bit of trouble going on in Buffalo where Richie Incognito signed a reworked contract last month. Ten days ago, he fired his agents via Twitter (laughs) and suggested he may retire. Yeah. Saturday, he asked the Bills to cut him again via Twitter. (laughs) Why cut instead of retiring? Well, that way he can keep his signing bonus. That's That's not a bad move, really. I didn't think he was that smart, to be honest with you. Savvy. Yeah, good agent. That's what it is. Thank you, Rob. See you in about he an hour. He fired his agent. <laughs> he said well, that. Well, he has a new agent. Or maybe that old agent told him to do that. Who knows? But I just don't think he's got that much between the years. I really don't. This guy's career is over, but his beliefs remain. We'll explain that in just about a minute. 31 past the hour. Fox Sports Sunday is the show. He's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. And, of course, we want to welcome everybody to the Fox Sports Radio Studios brought to you by GEICO. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with GEICO. Go to GEICO.com or you can call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part. Figuring out which way is easier. And, of course, I'd say in less than 10 minutes, Bronx Sports Talk, which is something you love. You live for that, love don't that. you? I know, it's oh, pretty it's good. fantastic. It's not it's great. Not we big. just yell at each other and have some fun in New York accents. Can't wait. Right. You know, I do want to mention the best NBA playoff series, which has to be Toronto-Washington. And, I, you know, during the regular no. season, you saw how close. Th- that is really going to be a tight series. During That's the regular not season, the best. It's, it, come on. I think it's it Thunder is. Jazz. That's the best matchup. No, you can't no. Give yesterday. Me a yesterday. Best. No, oh, yesterday. Okay, gotcha. Yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. No, no, okay. no. That's Pell's Blazers, man. I take that series way over. Really? Uh, Wiz- yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I, I just like the, the intensity of the games yesterday and the fans in Toronto. I mean, really. Intru- I had crazy. no idea. I had no idea they were that gung ho on basketball. Yeah. I know they're hockey nuts, but they were crazy. And Drake was at the game. Oh, man, I mean it's great. We're the North I'm, man, where you been, Andy Furman? They're crazy for the Raptors over there. I don't Love see them. a lot of games from Toronto on TV. I just don't do it. So. What? What? You gotta stop. You gotta stop watching gotta, games on the radio, man. Exactly. You're right. <laughs> You're exactly right. I love the Sirius XM. I could just get any game anywhere, and you just hear the local announcers. I love that. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, for sure. Uh, speaking of New York and Bronx Sports Talk, we got a call from New York from Kevin oh. for Fox okay. Sports Radio. There you go, Kevin. You're on Brian Noah and Andy Furman. Hello, Kev. Kev? Once? from New York. What's up? Hey, hey, I haven't gotten to talk to you in a little while. I, I'm a big Spurs fan for a uh, long time now. went through the uh, 10 years and uh, naturally went through all the winning years. And I just want to say I'm glad uh, No brought it up. I loved when Parker said that to, and called Leonard out. And I think this is seriously, I've been watching uh, you know, the NBA for a long time, and this is one of the most egregious things I've ever seen. Now, I'm not a doctor. I don't know the Is he gone? I guess he's gone. Think that, oh, Go ahead. I just want to say I've been watching it for a long time, and I think this guy's a no-class act. I'm talking about Kawhi Leonard. I am so glad that Parker called him out like no said. And I just think it's a travesty. Obviously, the guy cares about himself and his upcoming contract more than he cares about 
the team and his teammates, and I, I don't wish him any luck going forward. And I'm you know, sorry I, I, I couldn't that. agree more, Kevin. I could, thank you for the call. I couldn't agree more on Brian. I tell you what, you made a great point about Tony Parker calling him out, but I will say one other thing. I think the organization as a whole did a wonderful job by not creating even more controversy than is created. Think about that. I mean, if this was in a major market like Chicago, New York, L.A., that would be the story mm-hmm. all year long. I mean, it happened. He didn't play. There was some questioning. And then when you ask Popovich, he won't give any answer. I mean, yeah. obviously, Kawhi doesn't want to play there. He wants out of there. I mean, that, that's the bottom line. But they kept it quiet. They kept it under wraps. And that's the way it was. Well, Pop has really downplayed it. There's no doubt. So if Pop was making comments similar to Tony Parker, it would be four times the story it is, oh, you know, no doubt. and that wouldn't have, got, wouldn't have gotten them anywhere. But it's just one of these where I, I don't know how you can justify Kawhi Leonard again being cleared for a long time now by the Spurs medical staff, who again is meticulous when they are clearing players for him to be cleared. We're going on two months now. You can't justify him not playing when he was cleared that long ago. And it's like, well, nope, hold on. I got my own team of doctors, and they got to tell me what's what. And He's just paranoid to the point where it's going to cost him his money, and he's going to suffer a recurring injury or hurt himself worse. He's in his head, and there's no two ways about it. He's in his head with that injury. And there's another guy in the same state of Texas that won't be playing, won't be wearing the Dallas Cowboys uniform. Wide receiver Des Bryant was released, and I, I was somewhat shocked because they say he was released by – owner and general manager Jerry Jones. And, you know, I always thought Jerry loved Des Bryant. I mean, I, I could care less that he's not playing for them, but I was shocked that they let him go. And I think it was uh, more than just all. a money deal. I think it was more no. than money. You think it was all money? Because I know yes, the Cowboys, absolutely. they're going to save $8 million against the cap with the move, but that never concerned them that much. It really didn't. I don't know how it wouldn't. He was due to count $16.5 million against the cap. That's up there with Antonio Brown money. Like, that is not the production you're getting out of Des Bryant. Now. That's the key, the production, pay, lack of production. Right, You, but you can't pay him that amount for what he's producing and what you forecast he'll produce if he was a Cowboy this season. You can't. So this was, I don't know, Andy, I don't know why it took him so long to arrive at this decision because it's a no-brainer to move on. If they're not going to offer him a pay cut, which they didn't, why did it take him 30 days after free agency to let him go? They're putting him in a market where all of it's dried up by now. You know, right. anybody who's anyone in terms of wide receivers has been gobbled up. So that hurts his value. That's going to decrease the money that he's going to command on the open market. That's going to restrict the, the rosters that need wide receivers because they've made moves in free agency. You're it's exactly a bad right. deal by the Cowboys to wait so long. No doubt. And here's Dez on the Cowboys situation. This is courtesy of NFL Network with Jane Slater. I'm not trying to call anybody out, but at the same time, you know, this situation was very unfair to me. And I'll put it that way. It was it was an unfair situation, you know, because you know, if they did want to, you know, get rid of me, they could have told me that. You know, they could have told me that. And I would have respect that. I'm not here to bash anybody, but I got to keep it real. Jerry Jones, he loved me to death, and I love him too. I honestly believe in my heart. You know, this was a hard decision for him, but when it's – Five or six guys at a table against one guy, you got to do it. I believe that. Garrett guys, I would say that. So you're saying Garrett guys yeah. worked against you? I believe that. I truly believe it. I won't say any teams, but being in a division, that's a huge possibility. It's a, it's a huge possibility. That's, that's something that I want. 
It's personal. Like I said, it's very personal. Give me a break, Des, but the Garrett guy's got me. Let me, let me explain, because it's all about money. When you have a question about something in life, it's usually about money. Uh, he signed a five-year, $70 million contract back in 2015. He has not had more than 69 catches or 830-plus yards in the season since. I mean, come on. I know he's injured. He had a broken foot. I know he had that uh, fracture in 2016. But you know what? Guys catch 50, 60 passes a year. They're a dime a dozen in the NFL. He's not that special. Think about it, But right? his first point is correct. It was unfair to wait that long. All they right, had to I do agree. was say, hey, look, man, it's not going to work out. This cap hit is too much. The production isn't there. We appreciate everything you've done, but we want to do right by you. Hit the open market while you know teams are still trying to grab wide receivers, and it's going to be the best possible scenario for you. They could have done this 20 days ago easy. He screwed And Des now. would have been in a much better situation. Yeah, he's screwed. Really. He is. And, and look, right. I don't think there are many teams out there that want to have a diva receiver. These receivers have become divas, and honestly... He'll land somewhere. He He'll might land somewhere. Squad. I understand that. What, but, what do you think? He's out of the league? Come on. No, He'll be on no, the roster. No, it's, it's going to be tough. It's going to be a long... It's not going to get it tomorrow. It'll be down the road, because the longer they wait, maybe they could bargain a little bit less money. That's what it's all about, really. It's all about money, right? That's what it is. And, and look, I got to believe that sometimes it's very difficult, maybe almost impossible, to win with a diva on your team. Look at the New York football giants with Odell yeah. Beckham Jr. It's hard to win with a diva. I've seen it in Cincinnati with, with Chad Johnson and Terrell Owens. You can't win with those divas. It's, it's just totally overstated to say that you can't win with. It's very uh, difficult. Come on, you got plenty of receivers. You telling me you can't win with Antonio Brown? Antonio Brown has done many diva what things have they done? with the Steelers. What have the Steelers what, done? Is it is it because Antonio Brown is a diva on that, the squad? Why they? Well, then don't make it out to be like that. But the point you is, is, when you have a you guy, you can't suggest that you can't win with a diva receiver and then say, "Well, well no, I'm not saying that about." When Antonio you have Brown. a guy in a locker room going on Facebook, taking a post game right? interview and recording it, that's that's a problem. That's okay, a problem. Right. I agree. And that's what they do. Is that why the Steelers haven't won a Super Bowl? But he creates that rift. I'm just asking you. I'm asking, is that the reason? No, that's not, he's not the only reason they haven't won a Super okay. Bowl. But I, but I think there are things that players see and teammates see that why is he doing this? Why is he getting away with this? And, and what's, what's happening to this team? It's falling apart. I really believe that's a problem. And the running back situation, too, in Pittsburgh wasn't a, wasn't a glorious situation when he, Le'Veon Bell sitting out and came back and whatever. It's not good. Not, divas are not good. Can't it's win it's just it's overstated hard. how destructive they are. That's all. It's completely overstated. But we could yell about this in Bronx accents if you'd like, Andy. I'm sure we will. I'm sure we will. <laughs> Brian O, Andy Furman together, obviously, live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. And you know what? Derek Jeter won't go there. But we will. Bronx Sports Talk is freaking next. Bronx Sports Talk right around the bend. It's about 11 minutes before the top of the hour. We call this Fox Sports Sunday. He's Brian Noah. I'm Andy Furman. I got some great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to Geico.com. And in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. And just a reminder, we are live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. But without further ado, the one, the only, the man himself, the man of the hour, Sammy Kay. Guys, it's time to channel your inner New Yorker. We want to hear all the irrationalities you can spew on the hottest topics of the day. Up yours, you son of a 
talk me that way. Get out of here. Here's something we like to call Bronx Talk Radio. Hosted by the great Sammy K. Ah, welcome back for another fine edition of Bronx Talk Radio. Welcome back. You're yeah. out of the gate strong, oh, Sammy K. I like this. Ha. You got your accent yeah, already. Oh, no, I, what are you talking You've about? You've been practicing. You've been practicing, Sammy. Ah, yeah. No, practicing. That's me. No, That's really me. Uh, no. All right, I welcome in my boys. These rabid, slobbering street dogs, Andy, Brian, Daz. Welcome in, you chum-sniffing weirdos. We got the NBA playoffs today. <laughs> what a great time of the year. Golden State, San Antonio. Oh, my word. I know it's Golden State. They got some injuries. And I know San Antonio doesn't have Kawhi Leonard. He's in Fiji somewhere playing Pac-Man, from what I hear. Listen, Greg Popovich, great coach, Hall of Fame. But what happened? Is it time for this guy to hang it up? I mean, they got blown out Listen, by three touchdowns. Oh, my we got, God. We got a game one loss without their superstar, uh, who's got uh, no guts whatsoever. They don't have the and horses you want even Popovich, the race. possibly the greatest of all time, to hang him up? Five. You're off your freaking rocker. I, maybe you want him to be a quitter. You want him to quit. That's it. the team. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Look what I'm hearing. He's passing by. He's old. He's out of the game. He's old. He's too old. He's He's not old. He's not out of the game. You give him Kawhi Leonard right back this second, and all of a sudden it's a series. He doesn't want to play for him. He He is tougher than a $2 steak on 2 for 2 Tuesday in the Bronx. That's as tough as it gets. You're a typical geek fan. One game oh, and you go crazy. Forget it. I know. Forget it. I fly it. off the handle, but I mean, I, they got blown up by three touchdowns. It's not oh, a good sign. Stop it it's already, It's not a good please. sign. This isn't the team from 10 years ago. Stop with the panicking already. <sighs> You're making me crazy. Well, I don't know if I got a little ahead of myself on that last topic. A Let's little stay bit. with the NBA. Put the my bottle guys, down, will you please? My guys, the bottle's empty. It's in the trash. The Philadelphia 76ers, mama mia, they unload the pain by Miami by 27 points. I'm crowning them right now, guys. NBA champs at the end of the year. I call it. Oh, oh my God. What's that? happened to this guy? Uh, what have you been were sniffing? You drinking so over there? Oh, my God. Was it good. liquor or oh was it bleach? What are you doing over there? You caught up with the Eagles in Villanova. Like That's what you done, really. Am I getting good ahead of myself? Lord. I mean, they could do it, couldn't they? They go, they take yeah, down yeah. the East. They go out, they take down the West. They could win the NBA title. They only had to tank for five years. No yeah. biggie. Oh, and you could get arrested goodness. too, really. Oh, stop it already. Do you wear Embiid underwear to bed? Or <laughs> you're embarrassing yourself. Underwear to he bed? wasn't even with them this time. And Jimmy, you're embarrassing yourself. Oh. I'm telling you, go home. I'm go home. Fan. They ain't got what it takes oh. to take down the Warriors. They couldn't beat the Rockets. They're not going to oh, beat the Cavs. Let's be Villanova. One game one win. <laughs> Speaking of Villanova, the Knicks, my my guys, they should go after Jay Wright. I'm telling you, if only the Knicks could get the head out of the muck, they'd be like, uh, oh, they'd be like our Lord. boys in Philadelphia. Yeah. All right, he ain't yeah. going nowhere. Yeah, He's yeah, perfectly yeah. fine. He's not taking over that disaster. He's a Philadelphia guy. Knicks. It's a disaster. All right, He's a well, Philly guy. He's a Philly guy. All right, well, here we go. Tax day. Tax day Tuesday. I believe. Did you cheapskates pay your taxes? Did you? I hope you did. No, wait, no, 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 no. Because every single year, Sammy, I tell the government to go shove it. Oh, That's what you're I, one of those oh, guys. Yeah, I'm not paying my taxes. Go I, I got a little secret. Me. That's you what I do every year. Yeah, I got a little secret for you. you. I haven't paid What's taxes in six years. You oh know why? Oh, my goodness. When I get the oh form in the mail, the oh my God. when I get the form in the mail, I write deceased and I mail it back. That's what I do. Really. <laughs> Andy's I don't pay taxes. Deceased. Your junk mail's piling up in your P.O. box, I don't Andy. believe it. I don't believe taxes. I don't believe in it. I, don't. I just I don't Andy, trust do you believe them. in lights, Andy? 
Do you, yeah, who keeps the lights on? You got to have light, Andy. You got to pay taxes. Hell, yeah. Hell yeah, I do. Where do you yeah. think that money comes from, Andy? I just don't know. I don't Stop trust it. them, though. Like, they're going to buy Senator money bags a golden toilet. I don't know where my money's going. That's why some Americans, they don't trust the government. I don't, I don't believe that's in just tax. The, that's the downside of this great country. Uncle Sam always gets a freaking piece, all right? That's the way it goes. I don't know. Oh, unless yeah. you're a little bit I savvy. Uncle Sam. Just Send me the money. I can use a new toilet. Jeez. This question is bigger than the playoffs. That's coming right up. But right now, it's time to say good morning, America. Yes, it is Fox Sports Sunday. He's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. And welcome, everybody, to the Fox Sports Radio Studios. We're brought to you by GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit GEICO.com for a free rate quote. Here he is, my partner and friend is none better. The one and only Brian No. Hello, B. How are you? I'm great, Andy Furman. Good to be with you here on a Sunday morning. We got a little bit of ball to talk about football, that is, Des Bryant. Quarterbacks, the draft is right around the corner, man. I'm loving that. Yeah, and, of course, the hoops. A lot of hoops to get to. This is good a pretty stuff, good time man. of year. It really is. But you know what? Baseball, again, takes the back seat. Although I'm oh, helping. Yeah. I got to tell you something. A little self-promotion here. I'm kind of helping the sport of baseball to get some notoriety. Because, obviously, they're playing these games right now in weather that's not conducive to baseball. And how in the hell could they build a baseball stadium in Minnesota without a dome? That's another question for another day. That I don't get it either. But uh, you heard the story, I guess, about a week ago when the Chicago Cubs came to Cincinnati and their wonderful first baseman, Anthony Rizzo, was put on the 10-day DL because yeah. he claimed he hurt his back on a bad bed in a hotel in Cincinnati. So I took it upon myself and kind of representing the entire Midwest and the city of Cincinnati to apologize and invite Anthony Rizzo to spend the next road trip when the Cubs come to Cincinnati May the 18th to come to my home and spend it in my house. He could stay here. So I sent that out, and uh, I was interviewed by several radio stations already. I wonder if Anthony will uh, write back. Do you think there's a possibility? Do you think there's a chance Anthony Rizzo could come to my house and stay here? No, there's absolutely no chance. He doesn't know you. You could be a crazy person with a hatchet who takes oh, off his on. Achilles in the middle of the night. He doesn't know. He has no idea. Like he doesn't know you personally. Would Maybe the team like not the permit him before? Would the team not permit him to come? Is that it? Is, is I, that the thing? If they don't know, I mean, he's a man. He can make his own decisions. He'll be our guest on the show. Run. I mean, there's, it's going to yeah, promote our that, show. At the end of your letter, and, and just to throw a little uh, you know, carrot on top, is you can be a guest of ours on Fox Sports Radio. Hell yeah, like it's that. a weekend series. It'll be a Sunday morning. He could get up, have a little breakfast, and get on the radio with us. Do you think anybody has ever done that with someone that they don't know very well personally? Well, they could check you think me any out. I mean, professional on. athletes like, you know, I don't know this guy, but, you know, the heck with it. I'll, I'll go I, I would think that, you know, you're correct on that if some just lunatic wrote that letter. But the fact is that there's the addendum of I work in radio. The guy's got to be maybe somewhat normal. Maybe. Oh, you know what yeah, I mean? yeah. Like, I got that's a job. where you go for normal is sports talk radio. Yes, yeah, we know true. everybody yeah. is completely on the up and up as long as you're a sports talk radio host. Yeah, I never thought of it that way. Yeah, we move on. <laughs> All right. NBA playoffs taking center stage, and uh, three of the four home teams won yesterday. New Orleans beat at Portland. New Orleans won. Philly won. Believe it or not, yes, they beat Miami. Mm-hmm. Toronto finally wins a playoff game. They win at home. Drake was there. And Golden State wins, and they kind of sla- slapped around San Antonio. But there's four more games today. you think four games is too much for one day? I mean, I no. No, I mean, I can fine. handle 16 with the with the college games on those Thursdays and Fridays, but four games to me, I, I don't know. It was just, it was a lot. It was a lot in one day, a lot to digest. That's what I'm saying. I, you know what we got to do? It's funny here, Andy Furman. 
here's what I'm just realizing. When I was yes. growing up, little st- yeah. quick story for you. Sure. So my my sister, it's just me and my younger sister, Christy, and Christy had a tendency to say some negative things about herself. When we were young, she would just randomly say something about, oh, I have too many freckles on my face, or I don't even know if she said that. I'm just making something up. <laughs> Sounds like something she would say. Right. And my mom would say, you have to say three nice things about yourself. If she openly criticized herself, she had to say three nice things. And it was mm-hmm. hilarious because you're not in the mood to do it. So she'd be like, um, okay, I'm, uh, I'm nice to people. I have good um, breath. I have a positive attitude. And I don't know. I, uh, you know, uh, I helped the lady cross the smile street at times at people, like <laughs> whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But it got you into a positive mindset. And I Where are you going you, with this? Where are you wh- going with this? As it relates to you, Andy Furman. Oh, my goodness. When you will criticize Sister Jean, when you will criticize oh the four-game slate of NBA glorious playoff action today, if it goes off the rails with negativity, I'm going to make you say three nice things about wait, the wait. subject you're Two railing timeout. against. There's no one who loves the NBA more than I do. Oh, I'm telling you. I mean, I would have given my right arm and my left testicle to work on the NBA as a kid. Believe me. That's what I wanted. I wanted to work for the Knicks. I wanted to be the PR guy for the team. I did. That's what I wanted to do. I'm just saying that four games, to me, I don't mean it's a lot. It's a lot to give up when I have other things to do on a day. Today's Sunday is some other family day, and there's other things to do. And just to bury myself in front of a TV set to watch, well, the Cavs paces I want to watch. But Milwaukee, Boston, <laughs> eh. Utah, Oklahoma right. City, that's a hell of a game. But I also... Houston's yeah, going to buy. Houston's going to demolish Minnesota. I mean, I'll watch the first quarter they of that. Will. Maybe they're going to score a million yeah, they'll points. Kill them. That, they'll sweep them go. in four. But Andy, you don't have to watch every single game from beginning to end. You watch bits and pieces. Right. You go You're out. Right. You do whatever. You mow. Well, the I take lawn, my phone with me. I watch the game. Do. Watch the game. You write on my a telephone. letter to Addison Russell. Whatever you, you want to do. Right. Right. Yeah, but, and you have it on in the background. But you make time for, like you said, you want to see LeBron. That's great. You're going to want to see that Jazz OKC game. That's going to be a good game. It's right. a great matchup. That series is fantastic. I love the the intrigue heading into it. But no, you don't have to watch Bucks Celtics from beginning to end. It's not like you're going to get stoned to death, right? No, you're right. No, you're just pick and choose, right. man. Pick and well, choose. And why I'm watching this Cavs Pacers game? Not so much because the Pacers beat them in the season series, three games to one, and it's it's really. It's it's live or now. I mean, life or death for the Cavs, really. I mean, can they get out of the East? I think they can. But I read the story the other day from Kevin Love. Like, Kevin Love went on record saying that he thinks that what the Cavs do in the playoffs this year will somewhat determine if LeBron returns to Cleveland. Yeah, LeBron well, never said that. Absolutely. There's a lot writing on it. There's no doubt about it. So, yeah, you put LeBron on top, the uncertainty of where he's going to go if he wins a championship, they get really close, and he sees that what they have in Cleveland is as good as what he might have elsewhere, right? Or the path in the West compared to the path in the East, all that stuff. So, yeah, absolutely. There's a lot riding on the future of LeBron in Cleveland on these playoffs. And another thing, if you think about just game one, Andy, how we saw the Warriors really lock the Spurs down, and they really got back into that defensive mindset, and that's what makes them so great. Right. Are we going to see that from the Cavs? We know we the Pacers are going to beat long. the Cavs in game in this series, but are they going to commit? Because Teron Lue, he was like, "Oh, we, we got a different plan, different mindset. Come playoff time, 
But if the Pacers score in the hundreds and they're moving the ball well and they're scoring at will, it ain't happening for the Cavs in terms of winning a championship. Yeah, none of that matters about the new lineup, the bench, the Larry Nance Jr. off the bench. None of that matters unless they can play defense. And I think it's very difficult to flip a switch in sports, not just in basketball. They play terrible defense all year long. We're like 28th or 29th in the league in defense this past season. And if they can't turn it around in the playoffs – the, the Pacers are going to win this series. It's as easy as that. No, the, the Pacers no. can win this series if the Cavaliers' defense doesn't improve in the playoffs. Nah, no. Really. Pa- the Pacers aren't good enough. Even if the Cavs are playing shoddy defense, they're not good enough to win this series. But as it relates to the rest of the playoffs, if the Pacers are scoring at will, what what do you think the Warriors are going to do? Right? Like, What, what do you think the Rockets would do? I don't think the Steph Cavaliers will live to see the Warriors. I don't think they'll live to see them this year. I really don't. I mean, I look at that lineup. Who, will, who do you have out of the East? I think Toronto. You're going I, with the Raptors, huh? Yeah, I really do. I, I look at. I love their bench. Yeah. I, I love their yeah. scoring versatility. But I look at this Cavaliers lineup. I mean, does it scare you? Rodney Hood, Jeff Green. I mean, Kevin Love really doesn't do much for me. George Hill. Uh, it's all about I mean, LeBron. It's all about you LeBron. Look, There's no doubt. If you compare the rosters, look at the Cavs roster that LeBron took to the finals the first time when they faced the Spurs. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, really, he wasn't taking a who's who of guys. He was taking a who's that of guys like to the to the finals. So, like, don't get caught up in the supporting cast. If you just look at LeBron and a legitimate supporting cast, it's not bad. You got some playmakers. You got some guys that are good role players. Kevin Love's fantastic player. He fits in very well with LeBron. I like so, you. They can crank up the defense. They've got. They were 29th in defic- defensive efficiency this entire season. That's way too low. So I don't see how they're going to turn, uh, like, just flip the switch where they are all of a sudden a defensive juggernaut. That's not going to happen. But they got to be much better on that end of the floor. Yeah, and I'll tell you what. Why I say that in this series is going to be tough because although they were 29th in defense, no doubt about that, the Pacers have that offense that could exploit the Cavaliers. They got that fast-paced offense. I think they could do it. Yeah. I mean, I really do. No, I mean, not, I don't no. want them to. I want the no. Cavaliers to. I think it's good for the game of basketball. I think it's good for the NBA to have LeBron go as far as he can, maybe to go to the finals as well. I really do. I, I don't want to see Toronto in the finals. Do you want to see Toronto in the finals? Are you kidding? I don't. Uh, I mean, it wouldn't be horrible in terms of Toronto, Cavs. I, I would much rather have Sixers, Cavs. That'd be a tremendous finals well, match. We may not live to see that. What do you mean? Uh, the Sixers? Yeah. Oh, oh, representing the East, you mean? Yeah, I thought the finals. Yeah. No. They could. That could happen. Could. It could. It's not. Absolutely, possibly. it could. It could, yeah. The well, Sixers could easily get by the Heat, and then they have the winner of the Celtics Bucks. They're totally capable of winning two series and getting to the Eastern yeah. Conference Finals. It's just people got to slow down on this 16-game winning streak. There's it's, no doubt. I'll tell you something I'm else. Saying it the, it's so far. What the Cavaliers have going for them right now is the fact that, A, Boston's banged up. They're not going anywhere. I mean, they they lost everything. They lost two right. tremendous players right. in, in Irving and Haywood. So that that's finished. Other than that, the 76ers, I think, to me, they're playing on fumes right now. That's what they're doing. They're playing up and over their expectations. And, you know, they had a great win at home. Are they going to go further? Yeah, they'll probably beat Miami maybe in six. But other than that, I don't think they're going to do anything else. Toronto's the team. Wait a Toronto minute. Wait a minute. The, wait a minute. So you just got done saying that um, and by the way, I'm just thinking this out. It wouldn't be Cavs, Raptors in the conference finals. It'd be in the conference semis if both right. teams win. Right. right. But um, 
in terms of the Sixers, you just said they're not going to go beyond the Heat, but they would face the Celtics or the Bucks. They're more than capable of beating either of those two they could, teams. They could. They yeah. uh, could. Look, they, let them get by the Heat first. Let let people just calm down a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's I mean, fine. Uh, yeah, I sure. mean, I I, be- I can't honestly say I believe in them. I mean, they're a great young team. I, I still think that they they didn't realize what they have going into the playoffs. These guys never played in the playoff before. I think there's something to be said about having playoff experience. Maybe I'm stupid. Maybe I am. I think that means something, and they don't have it. And they haven't been on the road yet. They played in Philly last night. The, the, the crowd was crazy in Philadelphia yesterday. Yeah. I'll take skill over experience. I really will. Well, if you have right. better skill, I'll take that over, well, you've been there before. Dwayne Wade has all the experience in the world. Yeah, so does San Antonio. I'll take Ben Simmons over yeah. Dwayne Wade right now because right. Ben Simmons is a better player at this stage of his career. Well, when you talk about experience, now you're throwing an age also. I mean, the guy's an old man. Absolutely. I mean, I, when I talk about experience, right. LeBron's got playoff experience. He's not an old man yet. Right. Absolutely. No doubt about it. I'm just talking about Sixers versus the Heat. You got all of this playoff experience with these Heat players, and that's fine. But if they aren't as skilled right. as these young guns of the Sixers, they're not going to win. Well, could be the first time a LeBron James team finishes the number four seed since I think back in 08. I mean, really and truly. I mean, I, I think LeBron is coming in there with extra force now because people are counting him out. I think that that's the motivation he needs. And you're going to see him play close to 48 minutes every single game no. and lead this team on his back. I'm telling you, it's all about him. They can't win without him, without strong performances from him. Who's going to help him there? Maybe Absolutely. George Hill. Well, he's got to have I mean, strong performances. No doubt. Love. Kevin Love. You've got to have Kevin Love in there. But he's not going to be playing close to 48. Yeah. He'd fall apart, man. Like there's well, the, He's going to average high He's minutes, but not 48. It's close, not be. close to it. Close to no, it. No. Other than that, I mean, that series is somewhat interesting because what the Pacers did during the regular season, beating three games out of four. But uh, the Milwaukee-Boston series, I think Milwaukee wins that series, although I think Boston, you know, with full strength, obviously, is a better team. Oklahoma City-Utah is very, very interesting, and you like that series yeah, a lot. Love and, that. As you said earlier, that could be the best playoff series, period. Yeah, I love that. That's my favorite series in the first round. Yeah, who do you we like? Got Donovan Mitchell, the runner-up rookie, rookie of the, of the year. year, as it should yeah. be. And you got Russell Westbrook, the uncertainty with Paul George. If they're one and done, he's probably out of the door, right? He's going elsewhere. You got Carmelo Anthony back in the playoffs. A lot of stuff to look forward yeah. to in that series. Well, it's going to be a tough out for, for Utah. I mean, they came on strong down the stretch. They really did. Uh, although the Thunder beat him, what, uh, Thunder, well, no, the, I'm, I'm talking about the regular season. I think the Thunder beat him three out of four in the, in the regular season. So, But it's a different team. It's a different Utah team that started very poorly and came on strong down the stretch. So, you know, I'm still taking Oklahoma City. And I, I think I'm thinking with my heart rather than my head because I like Russell Westbrook. Oh, he's tremendous. And that was the most overlooked regular season in the history of the NBA. For yeah, average a triple-double triple triple double Again, yeah. after it just caught the world, it just everybody was captivated. And this year is like, yawn, he did it again. Well, whatever. Right. Well, I can't believe it was insane what he was able to do with a much better supporting cast. That's what we said, Andy. Mil- yeah, thousands of people say the same thing as well. There's no way he's going to average a triple double. He's got Paul, George, Carmelo. They got a better roster. 
and he still did it again. It's amazing. Tremendous player. I love him. I really do. Hey, Brian, no, Andy Furman. We're live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. By the way, our lineup today, blame game coming right up. Later this hour, bottom barrel betting. Hour number three, Michael Pina from the NBA Vice Sports. We'll be talking to us there and those picks and go your own way. So we got it all. We really do. Don't go anywhere. You can get us at the no show at Andy Furman FSR or 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. There's winners and there's losers. And there's always someone to blame. That's next. The blame game coming right up about 21 minutes past the hour. We call this Fox Sports Sunday. He's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. We're live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. And by the way, before we get started, I want to let you know the blame game is brought to you by Granger, the products and services you need when you need them. Granger's got your back to help keep your facility running. Granger for the ones who get it done. And our host, the soon-to-be-leaving Bobby D. Let's do it! Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for four or five rounds of blame game action? In all honesty, we don't know how much Andy has left in him. In the blue corner, former actor and microphone melter, the man with all the Scooby Snacks, Brian No. I have a gigantic bone. And in the red corner, you all know him. He paid Bill Belichick to come on his radio show. The man without a muzzle, Andy Furman. Face my mouth, Garcia. Touch gloves and good luck. All right there, fellas. Are you guys ready for three solid rounds of blame game action? Yeah, absolutely, man. All right. Here we go. First question. Kawhi Leonard is obviously the hottest topic when it comes to the Western Conference playoffs thus far. Mm -hmm. You guys kind of talked about how his absence has badly affected the Spurs, but I want to know... Who you guys blame for Kawhi still not playing at all? Andy, we'll start with you. Well, it's quite easy. I mean, obviously, he was cleared by the medical staff some uh, six, seven weeks ago. you got to blame him. I mean, the blame falls on him. He doesn't want to play for whatever the reason. He doesn't want to be in San Antonio. He doesn't want to play for Popovich. He hates his teammates. Whatever the reason is, you have to blame him. He's sitting out. He's cleared to play. Blame him. Period. And you hear that, Ralph? I blame somebody. I blamed him. <laughs> See, this is such a bad question by you, Robert Dasmani, and you're making me go second to Andy Furman. What am I supposed to blame? Huh? What else is it besides Kawhi What do you care? You're still going to win. You're still going to win. He was cleared almost two months ago, and yet he's still not there. You've got teammates blaming him and calling him out. Tony Parker's like, I had an injury that was 100 times worse, and I made it back. The question does suck. With his own teammates are calling him out. Who else do you want me to call out but Kawhi Leonard? I was hoping somebody would go for some nuance and maybe blame the organization. You're going to blame you. Because, I mean, for the most part, when it comes to Kawhi, it's, uh, he thinks they misdiagnosed him. He goes to his own doctor, and it's a different story. There's more I think we blame there. Robert Dasmani. The question sucked. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. I so did that. Second question. The Miami Marlins have struggled mightily this season when it comes to drawing fans. Their minor league affiliate, the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp, that's a real name, they had 6,960 people show up for their home opener. That same day the Marlins played a game, they only had 6,150 fans. Who's to blame for the Marlins' struggles? Brian, you get to go first this time. Oh. Okay, now the first reaction would be blaming ownership for gutting the roster, but it goes deeper than that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to blame the city of Miami. Boom. Because Boom. I am a Dolphins diehard fan, 
and it pains me to say this, but it is a lame sports town. If you aren't winning, they are not supporting you. They are the ultimate front runners. It's a beautiful stadium. It's beautiful weather. It's a retractable roof. Take Go and see the visiting team. Go out and catch a game where there's at least more than... There's at least 7,000 in the stands. I blame the city of Miami for not getting out there and just watching a game every now and then. Good Lord. You know what? I'm, I'm going to pick up on that. Uh, Brian O said, I'm going to blame the city of Miami for a different reason. There's so much to do. Why in the hell would you want to go see a crappy team play? Really? First <laughs> of all, you get rid of your superstar, Giancarlo Stanton. I mean, to me, if I'm a season ticket holder, that's like a slap in the face to me. But the city of Miami, you could go to the beach. You could go to the dog track. You could go to a uh, Flagler racetrack, whatever. Uh, Hialeah's clothes. You go to harness <laughs> racing. Highlight. There's so much to do. Why would you spend your entertainment dollars on the Miami Marlins. That's all I'm saying. There's just too much to do. Yeah, you do blame the city for other reasons. Because you're a good fan. That's why you go out there. Why would you go out and watch the Packers play without Aaron Rodgers and it's freezing? Because you're a good Uh, fan. That's why you go out It's like saying, go support your local grocery store even though there's roaches in the food. No, you don't support them. No. It's a terrible comparison. No, it's not. Go to support your local restaurant because the food will give you tomain poisoning. No, Uh you don't support it if you don't like it. This Marlins are from, poisoning their fans. I got it. Breaking news. Andy Furman says there's roaches in the Marlins food. So there we go. Oh, the oh, next question here. Last oh, question. College yeah. football is making a major change to their kickoff rule. They're making any kick received within the 25-yard line eligible for a touchback. We knew this day would come, guys. Who's oh. to blame for the disappearing kickoff? Andy Furman. Oh, this is easy. This is easy. easy. You know, the colleges are afraid of being hit with lawsuits. They're afraid mm. of the attorneys. They're afraid of the guys with, with the suits because of the fact of concussions and health reasons. So they see what's going on in the NFL. Colleges will be sued left and right with brain injuries and things like that. So basically, it's quite easy. It's about a safety factor. Blame, Ralph, blame, blame the attorneys, blame the colleges, blame <laughs> the health factors. Yes, Ralph, Ralph, are you listening? He, he got it, Andy. He yeah. got it. Uh, you were close, Andy. You were on the yeah. right path. What are you, the judge now? Now you're the you, judge. You missed, no, 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 I'm making my argument here. Oh, okay. You don't, attorneys don't have anything unless they have former players who have brain damage, okay? It starts with the former players that have the attorneys who are suing the NCAA, suing the NFL. If you don't have lawsuits, you always follow the money. When it comes back to the money and they're getting hit with these lawsuits and they're having to pay this money, they're going to make rule changes. That's just the way it goes. So it's not to say that the players don't have a leg to stand on or anything like that. It's just to say there's a ripple effect. And it's because the former players sued. That's why they're making rule changes. All right, right, guys. I like it. I like it. All right, well. Usually we go to break. We're not going to do that. We have our results all ready to go. How do you like what? that? Yes, what? I know. It's amazing. Yay. And also, quick disclaimer for those 7,000 possibly sensitive Marlins fans, there are no roaches in the food out there. I was just kidding, but you never know. Mm. Speaking of lawyers oh, and whatnot. Gosh. All right, so first round, here we go. Who do we blame? Kawhi Leonard. Both of you guys said, I'm going to go with Andy because Brian blamed me. So oh, he gets round one. That's a great reason. <laughs> <laughs> Number two. I will go with Brian's answer where the city of Miami, I mean, I get it. You're upset the fans, but you got to come out there. 
You might as well do it. Why? It's probably, the, the, the it's probably not like, to be sponsored. It's hey, probably hey, like two dollars hey, for a down. ticket. It's, it's not down. the responsibility of a city uh, uh, to have uh, people uh, got a game. The last sound one. judging. You settle oh, down. There you go. Last dude. one though. Andy Furman gets that one for me. Yep. The lawyers what? come in, and that's what, what you're you afraid of. Boom, about? boom, boom. All right, Sammy. Ridiculous, terrible. Fake okay. news. <laughs> Fake news. I honestly don't know who to give the point to for the first one involving. Oh, don't do that guy. Um. Okay. Uh. I. Uh, I'm gonna give. Uh, I'm gonna give Brian that first point. Uh, just because I had to flip a coin, but there was no coin here, so I just <laughs> decided that the coin flipped Whoa. in Brian's favor. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. Uh, Very and, scientific yeah, things I we know, do here. Right? I know. I know. It's, it's voodoo. But uh, Brian, you get the point for the Miami Marlins story because I like no, really Miami Hurricane fans, Marlins fans. Uh, you know, Dolphins fans, they are all yep. fair weather fans. And yeah, there's they a are. lot to do there, but there's a lot to do in, in LA and and they turn up for Dodgers games. You know, they've been great for the last 10 years. Uh, but, you know, they're, listen, they're a good team, but people show up. And, and it, honestly, it does come down to you know, just fair weather fans, front runners. So I gave that point to Brian. And he gave you the point for the third one because mm-hmm. I do think it, uh, colleges Whoa. are wanting to cover their butts. They do. They don't. They don't want these ma- massive uh, lawsuits coming their way. Oh, so oh. they got to change the rules so that in the future, hopefully, there's less CTE and we still have the great game of football. There we go, Ralph. Well, do we need you, <laughs> Andy? Just so you know, I, I was Ralph's listening to everything, <laughs> and it doesn't matter because it's already been decided. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, you take it this week. There you go, Andy. That's what? it. What? How, how did that work? I I don't even follow what no, happened right Bri- there. Brian won. Oh, beautiful! See, why would you assume that I lost, Dasmati? <laughs> I'm just trying to just trying to stir the pot here. Okay, this is not a blaming me. This is not a scientific segment. There are many <laughs> I, I will flaws. tell you this much: it doesn't even pay to play this game anymore, really, because I mean, the cards are stacked not. against me. And in, in a sense, I'm glad Dasmati's leaving. Well, it does. It does. Wow! Oh, it yeah. requires the ability to put together an argument, so it, yeah, it really is against you. Yeah, and it also requires to listen because when I got a guy like Iowa Sam says he's flipping a coin for the answer, that's really great too. Well, but that's bo- okay. No, I can handle you it. You both had the same answer for the for the first one. Don't take it personally. I don't. I don't. We move on. Uh, it right? sounds like it. You're <laughs> right, Brian O. Andy <laughs> Furman. Of course, we're going to tell you what a rivalry is really all about. That's next. But first, for the latest. The man himself, I do love him, Ralph Irvin. Well, thank you very much. And Saturday was the first day of the NBA playoffs. Golden State got 27 points from Klay Thompson, 24 from Kevin Durant. They beat San Antonio 113-92. Also in the West, New Orleans. Huge performance from Anthony Davis, 35 points, 14 rebounds. They beat Portland 97-95. Toronto was 0 for their last 10 in Game 1s in the postseason. No longer. They beat Tor- they, Toronto beats Washington 114-106. And Philadelphia gets 28 points from J.J. Redick, 18 three-point field goals. They run away from Miami 130-103. Nashville in the NHL, a 5-4 winner over Colorado. They lead that series 2-0. In fact, all these series went 2-0. Tampa Bay 5-3 over New Jersey. Boston beat Toronto 7-3. San Jose a 3-2 winner. At Anaheim. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. And on the Major League Baseball Diamonds, Boston. 12 and 2 now to start the year. They beat Baltimore 
10-3. The Angels have won seven straight. They're 12-3 after beating Kansas City 5-3. Back to you. Thank you, Ralph. See you in about an hour. Is it passion or is it just plain stupid? We'll explain that in just about a minute, 33 minutes past the hour. Fox Sports Sunday, he's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. And welcome, yes, welcome everybody to the Fox Sports Radio Studios brought to you by GEICO. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with GEICO. Go to GEICO.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. And of course, in less than eight minutes, I'd say, bottom barrel betting comes right up here on Fox Sports Sunday. You got a tweet there, my friend. Yeah, Mike R. from KC, he checks in. And, uh, of course, our guy, Iowa Sam, mm-hmm. he's from Iowa, hails from the great state. Mike R. checks in. What do you think about this, Andy? He says, do you know what Iowa stands for? It can be idiots out walking around. That's low. Or I owe the world an apology. Listen, guys, I've heard the idiots out walking around. Have you really? It, that is the lamest that's a thing. Lamest really? that's thing. A thing. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's probably from Minnesota because Minnesota they, they have this slogan: "Who hates it's Iowa?" Ar- we Mike hate R Iowa. from KC. Oh, I don't KC, think he's from I like Minnesota. this. Missouri, Minnesota. Yeah, People in Iowa don't walk. We don't walk, <laughs> and we also have to apologize. Apparently, but uh, I like that. Thank though. you, guy from Kansas City, for sharing that with the world. Idiots out that. walking around. That's a thing? You've heard that before? It, it, That's it a is. blast for the great people of Iowa? It's so lame, though, because you can think of something better. You can think of something better. B, have you heard that before? Yeah, no, yeah, I've yeah. never heard that. Oh, no. I never Not heard one that time. before. I never, I heard, never heard the uh, I owe you apology or whatever it is, so that was weird. Oh, pretty good. Yeah. I like that. Idiots out walking around. You're taking it personally there, Iowa Sim. You really are. But that's okay. I don't know what can- the yeah. great city of Kansas City has against the state of Iowa, but whatever. We move oh. on. We Bad move blood. On right now. I tell you what, it's almost like a rivalry, Kansas City, Iowa, and rivalries in sports. I mean, I think rivalries are healthy. I think they're exciting. It creates fan base. It really does. Like in football, Army, Navy, and the most recent one this week had to be the Yankees and the Red Sox because they've been going back for a long, long time. But but does a rivalry have to lead to machoism? That's what I'm asking because what happened last week with the Yankees and Red Sox back in that third inning really and truly – you, you don't need to. You don't need to have guys running in 300 feet out from the bullpen with a bat and a glove to cause a ruckus in a fight. I don't get it. I, I mean, and really and truly, it makes me uncomfortable. I know there are people that love uh, hockey for the fights. I don't like it in baseball. There's no good that could come from it. No good when a guy's throwing a ball 90-plus miles an hour and trying to hit a guy for retaliation in the ribs. I don't, I don't find that amusing. I don't find that sportsmanship. What about you? Well, first off, this has nothing to do with the rivalry. This is just baseball. Yeah, yeah. You know, where you go in spikes up at second base and the other team takes offense to it, they might plunk you. And if you get plunked and you charge the mound, then your teammates are going to come out there. They're going to have your back. That's just the way it goes. It's not just Yankees, Red Sox. We saw the same thing happened in, what, Rockies... Padres. Oh, yeah, like, it was ugly. That one of the most historic rivalries of all time. No, it's just baseball, man. That's the way it goes. It has nothing to do with the Yankees-Red Sox backdrop. Okay. Well, Why did someone I, charge I, the mound or anything like that? Well, I will tell you this much. I, I think it has to stop, and I think baseball has never addressed any way how to stop it. And, and the NBA has stopped it because they don't allow players on the bench to cross onto the court during fights. But in baseball, you could run it from the bullpen. Now, obviously, I've seen in many, many a baseball fight, and more often than not, it's a circular situation by the mound, and they're just joining at one another, not really many punches thrown. But still in all, if a guy is running it from the bullpen, he should be suspended. 
If he's running it from 300 feet away to join the fight, he should be tossed for 10 games. There's why no do you reason think, why. Why do you think Major League Baseball hasn't been you know, stronger with their punishments? When it comes well, to I, I would say this, though. Either they just turned their back on it because they turned their back for years on the netting. Think about that. It didn't Until this year, teams didn't even want to put netting behind first and third base and people get hit with baseball. So why? they just okay, fine, fine. lackadaisical why? when it why? comes to making moves. Why? Okay, why? They don't care. Why are they don't, Why wouldn't uh, they care? Because no one's complained about it. No one said anything about it, right? Because well, maybe ultimately, it's, it's good for their sports. No, it's okay? not. No, it's it gets not. people talking about it. It's on the highlights. It's on SportsCenter. You go on Twitter. You'll see a clip of it. Whatever. I knew you were going if there. I'm Rob Manfred, I'm like, whatever gets them in the gate. We're just talking about the Marlins having less than 7,000 in And you're attendance. telling me if they have more fights, more people are going to go to the games? I knew you were going to try to suck me into saying that. It doesn't work that way in baseball. I'm just Hockey, telling you, maybe. a little fight here or there, some fisticuffs, you know? We get something going. We get a highlight here. As long as nobody's getting maimed, as long as no one's getting seriously injured... There's no incentive for Major League Baseball to put an end to it. Well, I will say this. You're a big St. Louis Cardinals fan. I know that. Why do I know that? You drove to Cincinnati to see them play my Reds last summer, and we went to the game together. There's a hatred between the Reds and the Cardinals. There really is. No Mm -hmm. more people will enter that ballpark or purchase any more tickets because the thought of a fight happened in that game. There's no way. They'll go to the game because they'll root very hard against the either team. Reds or Cardinals, but no one's going to go to the game specifically to say, I'm going today because I want to see a fight. It doesn't work that way in baseball. It really doesn't. You're just looking at it narrow-mindedly, Andy. I'm not telling you because there's a fight in one game that all of a sudden they're going to sell out the rest of the season. Like if there's a fight in the Marlins next home game, like all of a sudden it's going to be filled to capacity from that point on the rest of the year. No, it doesn't work like that. I'm just telling you. When you just said at the beginning of the show, Major League Baseball lost in the shuffle again. Right? It is. And fights right? are not okay. going to get it back right. in the shuffle. So you're looking at little baby steps along the way. You're not looking at grand changes. I'll never forget, Rick Scott is a uh, advisor in Sports Talk Radio. And when I was a manager at One Stop along the way, he was telling me about building a radio station. He was like, you do a, make a little adjustment here. You tweak this, you do this small adjustment here, all of a sudden you got a great radio station. That's the way it works. It's the same thing with baseball. If you're Rob Manfred, there's no magic button to press where all of a sudden you're going to be leading Sports Center every single night. It takes baby steps, it takes little things along the way. And a little fight here or there, someone gets punched out, you know. We well, always I'm talk gonna, about gonna... the hold on, we always talk about the Nolan Ryan Robin Ventura fight in Nolan Ryan holding him and give him no. But there's no all. correlation between That's fighting and lore, right? There. If no. that went away, that takes away uh, an element that gets talked about. Why there, would you be in the business of I taking understand. elements away I that hear what get you're talked saying. about? I'm listening, but there's no correlation between fights and talking about fights and making the what game more popular. What are you talking about? There is of no correlation between correlation that. Between oh, fights you and know what? You just Tell brought that to the up White Sox. this fight. Hold on, hold on, hold on. There's no correlation. What did you bring up? Did you bring up the Mets and their hot start? Did you bring up the Dodgers struggle? Or did you bring up a fight? What did I brought you the bring fight up? Because, wait, I brought the fight not because it's popular. Oh, I brought the fight. Oh, oh, I want to oh. see it go away. Oh, That's okay, why I brought it up. It up, but you brought up the fight because it's Whatever ugly. That's why is. I brought it up. I don't want Whatever to see a guy get hit is. in the ribs, Andy. Though, if there's no fighting, right? I know we're <laughs> we're gonna go to the penalty box here in a second. Yeah. If there's no fighting, basically yeah. allowed, 
there's nothing to bring up in any capacity. There's nothing for you to bring up to say it should go away. It is true. If there's no fighting, there's nothing to talk about in terms of fighting. If there isn't a fight, there's nothing for you to say fighting shouldn't happen. If there's no fighting, there's no one to bring up. Hey, man, did you see him get clocked in the face? There's nothing to bring up if it's sure not there. Sure, there is. Talk about that Cubs game yesterday. They came back 10-2 in no, the eighth no, no, inning no, with two outs. No, in terms of fighting. No, 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 no. no, no, no I don't no. want to see fighting. I'm not talking about baseball. I'm just talking about fighting. If there's no fighting, there's nothing to talk about in terms of just fighting. Why would you want that to go away? Why? Because I don't want to see anybody get injured. I don't want to see anybody get hit with a I'm 90 saying if plus you're Rob Manfred and you're looking at baseball as a whole, let him fight, man. Well, I don't have a lot of respect for Rob Manfred, what he's done with the game of baseball anyway. So I Harry, mean, why would Harry he... checks in on Twitter, Andy. Let them yeah. fight. The game takes yeah. care of itself. You bring Harry on to yeah. me. I'll fight with him. All right, let's move on. Okay. <laughs> what? Brian Holy Ho. Cow. Thank you. Andy Furman, Fox Sports Sunday. We're live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. And of course... It's the game to end all games. We call it bottom barrel betting, and it's freaking next. Eat a fist. The game of champions, bottom barrel betting, coming right up about 11 minutes before the top of the hour. We call this Fox Sports Sunday. He's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. We are live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Are we almost ready to get this done? I want to play this today. Are we ready? If, yeah, give they, me a thumbs up. It's bottom. You uh, thought you was lame. Barrel. Barrel. You put my Barrel. money to sleep. You go get my money or I'll put your brain to sleep. Betting. Yes, it is. Bottom barrel betting on the service of Geico. What does it mean when Geico says? Just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. It means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. Here he is. Robert does money. How's it going, fellas? So Good, man. We got a, a a quick recap of last week's blame game. It was very oh, oh not blame game. Sorry, the uh, bottom barrel betting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think who? you got yes. Who exactly? Tiger. The first question was whether or not he'd have two and a half bogeys on Sunday. You both took the over. Tiger had a total of five bogeys on Yay. Sunday. Yeah, so you both yeah, get that win. That there you that. go. WrestleMania. I asked over under seven and a half hours. The official time, courtesy of Ralph Irvin. He mm. gave me seven hours and ten minutes. Brian, wow. you nice. took the under, so you get that win. Beautiful. And then the last one, guys, <laughs> I had asked you guys about the uh, you know, call the top three finishers in the Iowa City World Cup. For those of you guys who don't know, last oh. Sunday was the final in the freestyle. Each team was worth one point. Andy, you chose Azer- Azerbaijan, Kazakhstan, and India. Brian, you chose USA, Japan, and Cuba. The top three were the USA... Azerbaijan and Japan. So Brian, you got two. You won four to one against nice. Andy last week, and Andy you went three and two. You were very close. It was a very close matchup. So yeah, thank you. Thank All you. right, came down to wrestling. There you go, All wrestling. Right. All right, so moving on to today, right. we got some NASCAR news. NASCAR right. betting. It is the uh, what is it called? The Monster Energy World Cup or something along those lines. And I just want to know how many laps will the winner lead by in this race? Over or under twenty nine and a half. Andy, we'll start with you. Definitely under bad track today, uh, pushing the race, I think, uh, earlier because of potential bad weather. So I'd say uh, under. Oh, all right, Brian, Brian. How many laps are in that race? Do you know? Uh, Guess off the top of your head? I had it right here. Let me just, I can can pull it up, but I can't really. Yeah. (laughs) It's probably like 350. (laughs) 
Just give me one second. I can pull it up, but I can't really. (laughs) I mean, well, it just depends how fast the computer buffers. You know what's great though? I'm not the only. I'm not the only fool on this show. Yeah, it's okay. Oh god. No, I don't. I don't have much to go on here. So I, I can't go against Andy Furman on this one. If I have a if I have a hunch, I'm going to go against him, and I don't. So I'm going to go along with him on this oh, one. Wow. You know, shortened race. You and Sounds me. good to me. Let's do that. Yeah. Hey, it doesn't say. I have no. It doesn't even say what time. It said the Food City 500. Is that what this is? I have no idea. The, this website's terrible. <laughs> you said you get 350 <laughs> laps. <Ooh. laughs> so you went under also, Brian. I just want to make sure I'm right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah I okay. took the under. Yeah. <laughs> Damn NASCAR and their websites. All right. <laughs> All right, uh, next question. It's playoff time in hockey. City 500? Is that what it's called? I don't know. This is on the article. I think it's wrong, but it's okay. We got Penguins versus Flyers in the East, along with Blue Jackets and Capitals. We also have Wild Mm. versus Jets and Kings and Knights today in the West. I want to know which conference scores more goals today. Who you fellas got? Brian, we'll start with you. No idea. I'll go with the West. Oh, yeah. I I agree, too, because who knows? I know the Kings. I'm going against Brian just because I can't stand them. Oh my God! Wow, that guy. I'm jealous. I'm jealous. I am. I'm going against him. Really. And I like the Boston Bruins in the East. Ralph's got something. Is that what what I've heard? No, uh, Ralph. Just just in. Ralph said a thousand laps at the Food City. What? What Whatever. I don't even know how you've got to be kidding me. A thousand laps. I think it's a half mile track. Come on. That's what's Ralph talking? I never heard of a race that had a thousand laps. It's a half mile track. It's it's the it's the Bristol Motor Speedway. All righty. All right, and last Uh-oh. one. I just wanted kind of what? fun one. We, the Bristol Motor Speedway. <laughs> we have three candidates for a possible triple-double today. These guys led the league this year. Well, besides Ben Simmons in triple-doubles per game this season, we have James Harden, Russell Westbrook, and LeBron James. I want you guys to choose someone who you think will come closest or get the triple-double. Oh, Westbrook easily. Oh, all right. I'm going LeBron. There LeBron's go, cranking man. it up a notch. Playoff time. Awesome. All right. We'll continue right here. One big hour to go. Brian No, Andy Furman. He's the right guy. That'll be next on Fox Sports Radio. He could be the man. We'll explain that in just about a minute. But right now, it's time to say good morning, America. Yes, it is Fox Sports Sunday. He's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman, and of course, we want to welcome everybody to the Fox Sports Radio Studios. We're brought to you by GEICO. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with GEICO. Go to GEICO.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. He's the man. He is the man. My partner and friend, the brains of the outfit, Brian No. Hello, B. Hour number three of the Power Hour. Good to be here with you, Andy Furman. Looking forward to a spectacular hour of Sports Talk Radio with you. Thank you. And I do Thank like you. at the end of the show, we can go our own way. I've got something good for that at the very end of the you show. Always something do. that's puzzling me. Yeah. I, I tell you what I enjoyed about you today. You set me straight with this positivity situation because <laughs> I don't think, no, because it's been in my mind for like two hours now. I don't think I'm a negative kind of guy, I'm, I'm a critic. You know, I, I like uh-huh. to kind of be like the uh, the guy who swims upstream at times, whatever it might be. I don't think mm. I'm negative. I mean, do you think, oh, I mean, do I. I am. Do you have mirrors uh, at at your place, Andy? You I have a mirror. I have a mirror on my ceiling, so I can tell my <laughs> wife that, that it says the objects you see are a little larger than they really appear. You know what I'm saying? That's what <laughs> that's I do. What, yeah, that's yeah. how it works. No, it's um. Look, man, I, it's funny, Andy, because in normal life. You're a very positive person, but on the radio, really, yeah, you have these moments where you might call out Sister Jean. You might crab mm. about how long the playoffs last. I'm just telling you, you go a little bit glass half empty 
compared to, to keep, your normal everyday life. I just life. try to keep it honest. That's just what I try to do. That's what I try to do. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, I will say this. You talk about pressure. Before we get into this little NBA chat, you talk about pressure that I have right now. This is the life that I lead. And you want to know why I'm torn at all hours and at all ends of my, my body. I get a hmm. text about 10 minutes ago from my younger son, Alex, who basically mm-hmm. is on the radio in Cincinnati right now going against us on an FM station. <laughs> You're right. competing against yeah. your son. My I son, love 105.1 it. FM, B105, a country station. And he texts me, he says, hey, in about a minute, I'm going to be talking about the Reds. Listen in. How the hell can I listen? I'm on the radio now. <laughs> this is pressure. This is pressure. He's going to come home tonight and say, did you hear me, Dad, on the radio? No, I, I did not. I'm going to say, did you hear me? Did you hear do you me? do this, Andy? Does he? I'm sure he promotes his show on Twitter, right? Like, yeah, and he's like, asking hey, me because I got more Twitter followers than him. Can you put me on your Twitter too? Could you retweet it? No. Here's I, what you should do. Here's what you should do. You got to fight fire with fire. Okay. You should go on his Twitter when he's promoting his show, right, and you should yes. promote our show. You should tweet and be like, "Forget that. Click over to Fox Sports Radio. Check me out with no." Yeah. What do you think, man? Are I you like all that. in or are you not? I'm in. I'm in. I mean, I'm positive okay. now. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> Okay. I tell you, I'm a 76er fan right now, like Iowa Sam, and they're going to go all the way. They beat Miami as oh, they beat gosh. them badly. 131. I'm a believer. All right. Toronto, I look, this is how positive I am. Toronto lost 10 straight series openers until yesterday over Washington, 114, 106. Golden State, they're going to sweep it through, right? They're going all the way, 113, 92 over San Antonio. And I stayed up late to listen to that New Orleans Portland game on the radio, on the Portland Radio Network, 97, 95. New Orleans came back and <laughs> The big brow did the no, job. No, no, no. The the jazz. The, I'm sorry. The Blazers Pelicans, made Pelicans. this tremendous comeback, but the Pels held them off. That was a great yes, game. It, it was an was awesome game. game. And, and really, Andy, it's like what I said at the beginning of the show is very true. I think you got to look. There's two. There's two ways to enjoy the NBA playoffs more. If you're one of these people that are like, all oh, these series don't matter. It's going to come down to the Rockets, the Warriors, and the Cavs. Maybe the Sixers. you got four teams at most that could legitimately win a, t- a championship. Right. So why would you watch the Pelicans-Blazers? There's a lot of people that think that way. Right. There are a couple of things that will spruce it up. Tell me. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> Tell me. One is, you got to look beyond just this season. That can... Add a little bit, this little cherry on top where instead of looking at just four teams that have a chance to win a championship this year, look at the building blocks. Look at, I mean, look at Jordan going head to head against the Pistons for years. It's happened like this, like a rite of passage, if you will, where these teams are trying to build something. You're going to have, look at Paul George with OKC. He's going to go. You're going to go away if they're one and done and don't beat the Jazz, right? they got to have a deep playoff run to well, have the any Cavaliers hope of keeping don't have a deep playoff run, LeBron will be out of Cleveland. Yeah, so there's a lot riding on future seasons. I don't expect the Sixers to win a championship this year because they're not capable. But this is the first installment we're going to see of Simmons, Fultz, Embiid when he gets back on the court. That's exciting to see how it lends itself to the future. And okay, the roster I'm, I'm moves going to stay in the make. present. I'm going to stay yeah. in the present if I may. And you make a great point. You really do. But because the people yeah, right. in Philadelphia the are looking for the future. There's no doubt about it. Right. I'm going to say it's in the, the present. present. But, but, 
You're okay. right. What do you get? But I love the NBA and love basketball. And if you're going to say, well, I'm not watching these series because they're somewhat predictable, I'm going to say, you know what? Do me a favor. Do yourself a favor. Watch one game and watch what kind of athletes these guys are. If you saw Anthony Davis yeah, last night, yeah, yeah. these guys, are, I mean, because I watch a lot of college basketball. I would have to say I probably watch more college basketball than NBA, but now it's all NBA. That's what I do. And it's like night and day. I'm telling you. I mean, these guys in college, I mean, they throw up 15, 20 footers. They, can't, they, they clank the rim. These guys in the NBA are throwing it down from, like, you know, Hartford, Connecticut. You know, different zip codes. It's unbelievable, really. It, it, and it's just a different animal. And these, are guy, these guys are great athletes. We got it. We got it. Yeah, they're All great right. athletes. We know. Um, oh, the wow. other thing is, Andy, this. In terms of, I, I look at it like a boxing match. Right? There's something mm-hmm. else. If anybody's like, oh, there's only four teams that can win a championship. I'm not watching jazz against OKC. It's like an undercard. If you've got a great undercard on fight night, you're like, awesome. Sweet. You don't sit there and say, well, this other match, they're not going for the belt. It's not for a championship. They're not competing for whatever. You're just thankful that it's a good match, right? It's the same thing with the NBA playoffs. We know that the the Sixers or the Heat, they're not going to win a championship. That's a great undercard series. The Jazz and Thunder, they're not going to ch- compete for a championship. It's a great undercard series. So just look at it that way, and you're going to enjoy it way more. Don't but I don't even know why. Of, there's only a handful of teams that can win a championship, so I'm not going to pay attention to the other teams. That's the wrong way to look at it. But I don't even know why you and I are wasting our breath trying to sell the NBA to people. If they want to watch it, they won't watch it. But I think it's great basketball. It's great drama, and they're great athletes. Now, one last thing, though, the coaching opening, probably the biggest coaching opening right now with the Knicks, Jeff Hornacek was fired, and now they're talking about Jay Wright from Villanova. Over. I heard you mention earlier today, there's no way on earth. I sort of agree. The guy's a Philly guy. The guy's got it made in Villanova. But, you know, sometimes, you know, challenges are there and money is there. You got two things going for him. I mean, the challenge going to the Big Apple and turning that thing around because they've been horrendous for years and the money they're going to probably throw at him. I-, I would say that he hasn't said completely no yet. Well, I mean, that was probably in Bronx talk, so you can't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying there's no way. No oh, okay. uh, so I, I, my alter ego over there, Andy, I wouldn't okay, say okay. there's no way, no how, because money talks. And I don't know exactly how Jay Wright's wired. He might want a different challenge. It's possible. So right. I would never say no chance. But I think it's very unlikely. He's got a great thing going at Villanova. He's built that program up. They've won two of the last three championships. He spoke about it after winning it all. It's like my wife went to school there. It's the school I grew up rooting for. I've got the greatest job. He seems completely content. So it seems unlikely to me that he would move on. But all things are possible when you got, you know, an open checkbook. Yeah. There's no doubt about that, although he is the worst owner in sports, James Dolan, so we'll see. But, hey, if you win, we'll see what happens. I would say this. We spend so much time talking about the NBA, and rightfully so, but there's always room for the NFL. There's all, ah, I mean, there it's th- 365, 24-7, really. And I know that besides basketball, NFL is a very, like, it's 1-1A one and one a with you, right? What? what oh, on Sports. my list? Yeah. Oh, gosh, one, yeah. One, one is basketball and 1A is football no. or vice, vice versa. <laughs> Are you one one is football. It's like one, two, three, four, and five are football. Are you kidding? Uh, I love right. the NBA. I love hoops. It is nothing compared to the NFL for me. I'm a football junkie. But the draft's right around the corner. There's one thing I just had to I had to rail against, Andy. Yeah. I hear a lot of well, there aren't there isn't that slam dunk quarterback. 
It's like, okay, great. How many slam dunk quarterbacks are there really in football? And really, if you think about the slam dunk quarterbacks, they weren't on draft day. right? Think about Aaron Rodgers, 24th overall pick. Tom Brady's a sixth rounder. Drew Brees was a second rounder. Those guys were not slam dunk picks coming out of college. They turned out to be that. So this thought of... Oh, Darnold, Rosen, Mayfield, whoever else you want to throw out, they're not slam dunk picks. So what? You're going to avoid them? One of these guys is probably going to turn out to be a franchise quarterback and be incredibly good and very valuable. They got about Why five would you or six pass per- on that yeah. possibility. They got five or six pretty good quarterbacks coming out of the draft this year. Now it is sort of a crapshoot. You don't know how they'll do. You don't know what system they'll be in and how they'll perform. And really, what team they go to could make them or break them as well. But you got five or six decent quarterbacks coming out this year, and, and like a team like the Cleveland Browns, you got to take a quarterback. You got to, yeah, you got to, what do they got like to draft one and four in the draft this yeah. year? Got to draft a quarterback. How about this thought, Andy? I've heard this floated out. It's not an original idea, but I think it's interesting. Yeah. How about the idea of the Browns taking two quarterbacks in the top five? It sounds ridiculous. It sounds just absurd, but think about it. You draft two quarterbacks in the top five. <laughs> Look at what teams gave up. Look at what the Rams gave up to get Jared Goff. Look at what the Eagles gave up to get Carson Wentz. You're going to have two guys on rookie deals. The law of averages, one of the dudes is probably going to pan out. You just rotate them in games. You do whatever you have to do until someone wins the job and you roll with them. And the value of the other guy is still going to be high enough where you can trade them later on. You know what, what do you think about that idea? I love that idea. I'll tell you why. I think right now... The number one pick for the Browns, and I think he's like the flavor of the day. Josh Allen, the Wyoming quarterback, is going to be the number one pick. The Browns are going to take him. But then again, you don't know if, in fact, he's going to make it or not. And plus, you're nothing in the NFL without a quarterback. I would take a second quarterback. I really would. They talk about them drafting Saquon uh, Barkley from uh, Penn State, the running back. But honestly, it's not a running back league. It really is. It's a passing league, and that's what it's all about. Barkley's a great player, but he's not going to win you the title. I mean, quarterbacks get it done. It's got to be a quarterback. That's basic, and I love it. I love that. No one suggests. I haven't heard that. This is a Brian yeah. O special. I love this. It's not. It's actually. I fill in for a Denver station in Big Al, Alfred Williams, former player for the Broncos. He, he played for the. It out he played there. for the Bengals. Alfred Williams. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, was, yeah, I remember him. Great personality, all that. Yeah, yeah. He suggested it, so I'm not going to take credit for it. But um, I think that's a really interesting thought because. The common response would be like, that's crazy. That's no. insane. Why? It's like, well, if you step step back and really think about it, these guys are on rookie deals. It's not like when Sam Bradford and Matthew Stafford are getting guaranteed money up the wazoo out of the gate. They haven't even stepped foot on an NFL field. It's not like that now. These are slotted contracts. So if you've got the most important position in football – Right. And you're taking two swings at it. You can make an argument when the Rams are giving up multiple draft picks, first rounders, second rounders, you spend an extra one and you can still get return on that value by trading them later. It makes sense to think about you. it at least. Yeah. I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, you took a team like Cleveland that hasn't done anything since 1999 and how many quarterbacks have they had since that time? Close to 30. Yeah. Buffalo yeah. Bills, they have no quarterback. You, you took a team that has not made the playoffs in recent years or has had poor performances. It's because they have a lack of a strong quarterback. That's basically what it's all about. I love that. 
I love Big Al. How's Big Al do? He works every day, three hours? Got a shift? Yeah, yeah. He's working over there. It's 104.3 The Fan is the station that he's on. So, yeah. Alfred's kicking, has a drive time show, and I thought that was a really interesting thought, man, for That's sure. Wonderful. I Browns go number one quarterback, number four overall quarterback. I tell you what, you, we'll get some what, on Think that. about the ripple effect of other teams that are thinking, all right, you know, if you're the Broncos at number five, we'll still have a, a top prospect if we want to go quarterback, and all of a sudden the Browns just double up. You could have quarterbacks one through four potentially. It'd be crazy. It'd but be the really thing is also, think about this is another angle. Not only do you have the opportunity of like not striking out once, but you're not going to strike out yeah. twice. and not, You're going to block likely. someone from getting their quarterback too. Yeah. You got, you got a better chance. No you got a better chance it. of finding your quarterback of the future if you draft a couple of them. I you love know, it. It's, I really it just do. might be crazy enough to work. Let's hope so. Hey, comments are welcome on that. 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. And, of course, he's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. Get us on Twitter at The No Show, N-O-E Show, or at Andy Furman FSL. We'll read them. We'll retweet them. We're live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Coming up. Bottom of the hour, that would be 8.30 Eastern time. Michael Pina from Vice Sports. He talks about the NBA. And, of course, after that, nose picks and go your own way. We love it. Stay with us. Two people in two different sports who opened their mouth and said the wrong thing. And it wasn't me. That's next. Better to close that pie hole. We'll explain that in just about a minute. 21 past the hour. This is Fox Sports Sunday. He's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. We are live rather than dead from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. And my friend Brian, I, I know you kind of touched on the NFL. Let's stick with it for a little bit. Are you ready? Oh, nice. I like I it. See, yeah, I'm what doing you got? It because I love you. I'm positive yeah. now. I've changed That's my ways. <laughs> Michael Peter will join us. At the thank you, Michael Pena is going to join us at the bottom of the hour and NBA talk. We'll NBA talk with him. But uh, mm-hmm. an interesting story happened just the other day. We were wondering why Eric Reed has not been signed, the veteran free agent safety, and uh, has not been signed yet. And, you know, we understand that one reason uh, waited this long because he was one of the first players to show support of Colin Kaepernick's protesting during the national anthem. Well, back on the 9th of April, Eric Reed came to Cincinnati and they visited the Cincinnati Bengals. And he was like caught blindsided by Bengals general manager, Mike Brown, and president, by the way, because he asked him point blank, would he kneel for the national anthem or not? And Michael, Mike Brown said that he doesn't want any players kneeling during the national anthem, which sort of caught a bit of a firestorm in and around the Cincinnati area where some fans said it wasn't his place. And some said, yeah, believe me, it's his team. He could do what he wants. And if you're you know, representing Cincinnati, the Bengals, and the NFL, that's what he wants you to do. I don't, I don't think there's a problem. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's – I don't know, man. It's like – We've been through it and through it and through it and through it. I know. It's never It's just bad story. for business. That's the bottom line. It's bad right. for business. So an NFL owner is going to look out for the bottom line. That's just the way it works. And it's simple math here. Same thing with Colin Kaepernick. If Colin Kaepernick was producing at such a rate, believe me, he would be on a roster whether he's kneeling or not. And we if he's essentially a backup quarterback, they're not going to bring him in and deal with everything that comes along with it. It's simple math. We've said that from the the get-go. Talent trumps trouble. But I will say this, though. Some of these guys are toxic, and I think there's a lot of peer pressure in and around the NFL. And if one owner is basically doing something against the grain, against the other owners, 
they'll get that look. I think it's a tremendously strong fraternity, and I think that look, Seattle didn't Seattle bring uh, uh, Kaepernick in just the other day and they canceled the meeting because I think there was some some people raising eyebrows and other ownership people calling the Seattle Sea uh, Seahawks because they postponed that visit with Kaepernick. Uh, and that's what it was. There's so much peer pressure in and amongst that league. That was it. Yeah. I mean, it's hurt the bottom line. It's had an effect. It's not the only reason that ratings are down or anything like that. But I've heard many, many times, and I don't agree with this. My dad, my dad wouldn't watch the NFL for a large portion last year. I've heard people around the building that are like, yeah, you know, diehard fans of certain teams. I haven't really watched. um, I'm not with it right now. It had an impact. People did not oh, no like that form of protest. Right. Uh, and it's it became such a tune-out because, you know, if you said, hey, man, I just don't like that form of protest, all of a sudden you were put in this box of, well, you're against everything related to it. And right. it turned into, it's like, well, no, not really at all. <laughs> I totally appreciate what they're doing and why they're trying to do it. It's just applied in a way that's it's not going to work, man. It turned into this whole thing. We understand what's going on. We've been through it ad nauseum. It's just annoying at this point. That's all it is. It, it just gets bent out of shape. I never asked you this at the time, but how surprised are you right now looking back that it created such a firestorm? Because I look back Not and I scratch all. my head, and like to me, I'm going to walk a very fine tightrope here when I say this. I say live and let live. I mean, it didn't affect me. I still watch the games, and I'm not because I'm doing this stuff here on Sundays with you on radio. I think I still would right. watch the games, and so would you, wouldn't you? Absolutely. I, right. Totally. I'd watch all the games. I, it just didn't make sense to me where – are you telling me that you agree with everything uh, an actor does? Well, you're still going to go watch the movie. Right. Right? Like, I don't understand that. So you don't like someone kneeling – so you're not going to watch the NFL? It doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. I'm going to hurt my enjoyment. No yeah, I'm going to hurt what I like, my enjoyment, because of what guy does that he, that I don't think I approve of. No, right. I enjoy football on Sunday. You know, you want to stand on your head? I don't particularly enjoy it, but I'm still going to watch football. Right. I mean, but we all have different perspectives, you know? Um, I didn't fight in a war. My dad did. Right. You know, I was in you. Vietnam. So you're going to have a different perspective based on your life experiences. But I just, I never, I can't imagine myself looking at it as if that's what the NFL as a whole stood for. I, I don't look at it like that. It was a handful of people that were trying to bring attention to a very, very serious issue, right. and they did not in a way that made a lot of people incredibly angry. Right? That's what it boils down to, but I can compartmentalize. I can separate those two. I didn't look at it as just all one thing that went together, so I had to shun the NFL as a whole. I just I didn't look at it like that at all. No, I'm with you. I tell you what, I can't believe this story is like going on two years right now, and it, it doesn't seem to want to go away. But, you know, you talk about people saying things or saying the wrong thing because Eric Reed never really told Mike Brown when he met with him that he would not not, not stand for the national anthem. I mean, so I, I guess he's not going to be signed with the Cincinnati Bengals, but the Oklahoma City situation with their uh, play-by-play announcer, Brian Davis, mm-hmm. They said he used offensive and inappropriate words during a broadcast said that Russell Westbrook was, quote, out of his cotton-picking mind. I read this, and I, I laughed, and then I almost cried. Because what have we come to in our society? 
out of your cotton picking mind? Is that like a racist situation? Because I guess the uh, Dan Mahoney, who's a team VP of broadcasting, said that term was offensive and appropriate. Why don't you give me a book? You know, before I go to work, get me a book of terms that are offensive and inappropriate. I never knew that out of your cotton picking mind was offensive and inappropriate. Did you? No, I mean, I had heard the phrase before, and I hadn't given any thought to it. And I saw the story, and I was like, really? Are you kidding right now? And then I stopped, and I thought, I'm like, well, I mean, look, (laughs) you know, the history of racism and all of those things, I can see how someone would look at that and be like, what are you trying to say? Are you trying to bring light of that era and what what, hap- what happened at that time? You know, I know Clay Travis talked about it, and in the South, a lot of people use that phrase instead of cursing. Fine. But to, to reference a time and a period when there was slavery and all, there comes a point in time in 2018 where, yeah, I don't know why you would cling on to that. It's like the old, beat-up, sweaty sweatshirt that your wife might want to throw out, and initially you're like, no, but I love right. that sweatshirt. And then right. you're like, am I really going to miss it? Are you really going to miss the phrase, cotton pick in mind? Or do you want to look at it and say, oh, wow, someone might be offended, and I get it, so I'll just avoid it. That would seem to make more sense to me. Then, then give me a listing. Give, give me a, a book. Of, of quotations or basically sayings or expressions that I cannot go to that I could approach but not go to. I want to know that because I don't want to be told after the fact. And, and honestly, I would have loved to seen Russell Westbrook or someone else from the ball club go to this clown, Dan Mahoney, the team's VP of broadcasting, and say, Dan, Take it easy. Take a chill pill. It's okay. It doesn't bother me. It's not a problem. Now, Dan Mahoney must have been checking social media, and maybe that's the problem. People on social media have no life, and that's what they did. They started attacking Brian Davis, the play-by-play guy, for what he said. Right? Who knows? I I don't know. I I mean, our executive producer, Robert Dasmani, says it's a term that some use the term to describe farm workers and primarily slaves. I didn't know that. Okay, I right. thought the term out of your cotton pick of mind mean that you're somewhat crazy. That's what I thought. Right, right. 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 I, I had never equated it to the times of slavery, but I can see how people would, yes. and I can see how certain people used it specifically for that. <laughs> so it comes a point in time where, why? If someone has, I find that to be a legitimate point where you're like, dude, really? You know, are you really saying that? Yeah. I can see that yeah. that makes logical sense to me. So I hadn't considered it before, but because it became a story, I can understand how someone would raise their hand and say, um, excuse me, what what are you saying now? And what are you meaning by that? So I, mm. I think you just let it go, man. It's the old beat up sweatshirt. Let I'm that with phrase go. Let it go, baby. Let it go. Let it go. Brian, no, Andy Furman, we're letting it go. By the way, does the king change uniforms again? Well, our guest will tell you next. But first, let's go to the big man himself, Ralph Irvin, R.I., for the latest. Well, thank you very much. And we'll start with Major League Baseball, where Boston is now 12-2 after a 10-3 win over Baltimore, Texas. 6-5, they beat Houston. The Angels have won seven straight games. They're 12-3 to start the season. Mike Trout also hit his sixth home run as they won in Kansas City. 5-3, Seattle. 10-8 winner over Oakland. The Mariners have won four straight. And the Yankees, Detroit, White Sox, and Minnesota, Toronto, and Cleveland all postponed. 
due to the weather. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. The NBA playoffs got started on Saturday with Golden State hammering San Antonio 113-92. Here's Greg Popovich. They looked, you know, they had more grunt. They had more physicality. First quarter, we looked like deer in the headlights. Very disappointing. I thought we were very prepared physically and mentally, but I was mistaken. Yes, you were. Toronto, a 114-106 winner over Washington. Philadelphia ran away from Miami, 130-103. And New Orleans, a winner in Portland, 97-95. And guys, we got four more games going on today in the first round of the NBA playoffs. As always, Ralph, a tremendous job. Mr. Professional, that's what he is, Ralph Irvin. We love him to death. Michael Pina from Vice Sports is coming right up. He's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman, and welcome everybody to the Fox Sports Radio Studios, brought to you by GEICO. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with GEICO. Go to GEICO.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Nose picks in about 12 minutes from now, but now... Brian, right now, he said, we're going to the Fox Sports Celebrity Hotline, Michael Pina from Vice Sports with Brian Noe and Andy Furman. Hello, MP. How are you? Good. How are you? We're doing great. You know, perhaps bigger than this Pacers-Cavaliers series, which gets underway today, how important is advancing to the finals for LeBron James to remain in Cleveland for next year? I think it's critical. I I don't know a scenario where he does not get to the finals and then wants to run it back with this particular team. So uh, I would be, you know, I would be pretty shocked if he did not make it back to the final. I, I first of all I expect him to make it back to the finals, but I would be shocked if he if he didn't and then stayed in Cleveland. I don't think that would be an option for him. What do you think about the Cavs' defense? Because Teron Liu is talking about. It's going to be a much different deal. He's got stuff to throw at teams that they haven't seen in the regular season. Do you expect them to flip a switch, or are we going to get more of the same with bad defense here? Yeah, look, I don't expect the Cleveland Cavaliers to have a top five defense all of a sudden. But, I mean, given all the injuries and, and, and just how they've reshaped their team during the regular season, it was semi-understandable, uh, you know, given their expectations and their effort level that they would have one of the worst defenses in basketball. Uh, you know, since the All-Star break with certain lineups, they've been about league average, a little worse. And I think that that's, that's passable there if they're at that level. And, you know, in the playoffs where you have time to prepare for a specific opponent, you have a lot of rest in between games. Uh, you know, LeBron will be caring in every minute on every possession. It's a, it's a different situation for them. So I expect them to be better. I don't expect them to look like, for example, the Warriors did yesterday against the Spurs. He's Michael Pina from Vice Sports with Brian Noah. I'm Andy Furman. You mentioned uh, the Cavaliers making it uh, to the finals. I say this Washington-Toronto series might be the most interesting as Toronto has never made it over the hump in that East uh, why won't they do it this time? You said Cleveland's going to do it. I think Toronto's going to give them a run for the money. Yeah, Tor- Toronto's good. I respect them. They had a, a you know they won a game one yesterday, which was fantastic. Uh, without Fred VanVleet, uh, their sixth man of the year candidate. But it's just at the end of the day, when I I look at LeBron James, I just think it has nothing to do with Toronto. It's more just LeBron is great. Um, he's one of the best players I've ever seen, and he's having one of the best seasons of his career at 33 years old which is just remarkable uh so i think once he's you know he's 
he, as I said earlier, he takes possessions more seriously in the playoffs, particularly on the defensive end. Um, he'll be a maniac uh, from the weak side, switching on to guards, uh, clamping down on the opposing team's best player in crunch time, and then providing you know some of the best individual and team-centric offense that we've we've seen in professional basketball. So it's just it's just he is amazing. He kind of owns the Raptors too, which is not. Great for them. He might be in their heads a little bit. It's just so difficult to beat that guy four times in seven tries. Michael, I think it's been the year of the fanboy. I've just gotten an onslaught of tweets like, Rockets are going all the way, Celtics, Sixers, they're going to do it. (laughs) And I, I preface that by leading to this. You think about the Warriors and how they were banged up down the stretch, and Draymond alluded to it after the Game 1 win yesterday. Do you think fans and a lot of the media are sleeping on the Warriors. As stupid as that sounds, is that exactly what is happening? I think that with Steph Curry out and just how they played down the stretch, how I mean, they looked miserable throughout stretches of the regular season with regards to just you know how they treated officials. Kevin Durant was ejected like four times. Um, <laughs> I, I think a part of it is that the media might be a little bit bored with them uh you know we know what they can do and as they showed yesterday they can ratchet it up to just an unconscious level and they still have even without steph curry who's you know the best shooter who ever lived they still have kevin duran who was a just an absolute monster yesterday they have clay thompson who basically didn't miss any shots they have draymond's defense uh and then they just have just a, a, a reservoir of just experience off the bench really quality players who play both ends are really smart. David West, Iguodala, um, you know, Sean Livingston. So it's just a, it's, it's a ridiculous team. I, I do think that, you know, there is talk of the door possibly opening with just how well the Rockets have played. And I, I do think that the Rockets will give them a run for their money and potentially defeat them. But the, the Warriors are still just an all time great team. And we shouldn't forget that. Michael Pina, I have a coaching question for you because it's bothering me as a long-time, long-suffering New York Knicks fan. What are the rumors about Jay Wright perhaps coming to the Knicks? Are they real? Are they fake news? What is it? <laughs> um, I, I would see that as unlikely, but I, I obviously don't know what's going on with him. I mean, he's got a good thing going at Villanova, it seems, where he can go make to the final four basically every year, if that's what he wants to do, Um, you know, passing that up to uh, take a job with an organization that has not been able to string together any sort of success in two decades would be, you know, it would be a challenge for him and maybe that's what he wants to do. But even with Chris Porzingis, who is amazing and some of the other young talent they have, it is just like a circus atmosphere at Madison square garden. And they always seem to, you know, screw something up in terms of, you know, their ownership on the way down. So I don't know if he'd be willing to take that job. It's really not that attractive, in my opinion. Um, but that coaching search will be very interesting. I know they're looking at some quality candidates right now. I just don't think that Jay Wright's going to be the guy. Sounds great. Michael Pina, as always, thank you for your time. Thank you for your intelligence and all the interest that you have in the NBA with Vice Sports. Have a wonderful day and enjoy the playoffs. You too. Thanks so much, guys. Michael Pina. Uh, I, I had never heard, Brian, I had never heard of Vice Sports before Michael Pina. Have you? 
<laughs> that sounds like a funny thing to say oh. after we interviewed the guy. I didn't want to um, ask him. I didn't want to tell him how stupid I am. I was going to say, what is Vice Sports? I don't know. Have you heard of it before? <laughs> Why the hell are you asking me that? What well, you are you did. doing? Um, yeah. I, no, honestly, I haven't. Thank you. Good. Okay. I, no, let me bring in Dasmani here. You guys for a haven't second. heard of Vice News or anything like that? No. Oh my goodness! You guys are so old. Really? I googled <laughs> it after you sent it to me, but I, I, I never heard of it. Oh yeah, it's 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 a very good news source. Really? News oh source. yes, yes, independent uh, news source. I believe you. Yes. Believe me. I be, look. You know me. I, I'm very. Uh, I'm like one dimensional. I, I'm like you know. I watch TV and that's it. You should check what? it out. And they're very in depth when it comes to all their news. They get real down and dirty. I with trust everything. you. Yes. I trust you. Is that where you're going to? Is that your new job? Down and dirty. Yeah. No, it's just a special on Wednesdays. Oh, okay. There we go. Brian No, Andy Fern, we are live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. I'm going to say this. Last chance to get us a tweet at the No Show and Andy Furman FSR or 877-99 on Fox. If you ever heard of Vice Sports, let me know. 877-996-6369. And I'll tell you this. Go home and take your gun with you. That's next. Nose picks coming right up about 13 minutes before the top of the hour. And before I forget, please, the top of the hour, which will be 9 o'clock Eastern, Dan Byer or Michael Harmer, what a twosome, what a one-two punch that is. Get him on many of these same Fox Sports Radio affiliates or Sirius XM 83 or your iHeartRadio app. Now, Nose Picks brought to you by Granger, the products and services you need when you need them. Granger's got your back to help keep your facility running. Granger, for the ones who get it done, let's do Nose Picks! Are you ready for it? All right, Sparky, here's the deal. Are you in desperate need of gambling insight? Do not fear, for Brian No is here. And now the time has come for No's Picks. Ah, yes, Andy Furman. The picks of the day. I've got two that just cannot go wrong. And one that I feel pretty good about here, okay? You ready for this? Yes. I'm starting with the odds to win the NBA championship this year. Golden State is at plus 120. Take it! Run! Take it! Put down your Scooby Snacks. Unfortunately, the Warriors will be winning another championship. You with me on that? You aboard here? You're going somewhere I'm with you. Okay. I'm with you. Good. Uh, As far as today goes, looking at the Pacers, Cleveland, the total is 212 and a half. I love the over. Love it in this matchup. Neither team plays great defense. Cavs have been atrocious defensively. I think they're going to hit the over today. And then I'm looking at the Jazz. They're plus three and a half on the road against OKC. I think this is a very evenly matched series. I'll take the points in game one on the road. I'll go Jazz plus three and a half. So there you go, Andy. Your trio of picks. What do you think of them first off? None better. None better than yours. I love Golden State going to the... I mean, they've showed me something now that they could dominate without Steph Curry. They've shown me something now. Well, yeah, and I realize it's the Spurs who are undermanned, but when you defend the way they are, it's going to be tough. And you're assuming that Steph Curry comes back after the first round. And if he's close to 100%, it's a wrap. So those are your trio of picks. Odds to win it all. Take Golden State plus 120. Taking the over. Pacers, Cavs, 212.5 today. And I'll take the points, 3.5, with the Jazz. Give me the points. That's your trio of picks. But now it's time for us to go our own way, Andy. So you can go any way in the world of sports, beyond the world of sports. Well, thank you. You 
You got a beef. You got a gripe. You got I, something I positive because I know you're positive now. I'm a bit of positive. You know what? I, I, I'm not positive on this. A okay. Nevada woman <laughs> is turning down an opportunity to sing the national anthem in a minor league baseball game. Why? Because she can't bring her gun into the stadium saying metal detectors strip her right to oh, self-protection gosh. at the ballpark. I say take your gum. Take your gun and get the hell home. Really. Her name is Alicia Walcott, a 2016 graduate of University of Nevada, Reno, detailed her reasons to decline a team invitation to sing at the Greater Nevada Field before a Reno Aces game in a letter to the Reno Gazette Journal saying she and her husband turned around at the gate after seeing metal detectors at a game last Saturday. You know what? Go home, stay home, and stay with your gun. That's it. Go ahead, B. Yeah. Okay, I got a couple of things. First off, a quick one. The Rutgers spring football game. Now, I wasn't glued to this one. I wasn't watching it live. I know, shocker here, but they showed the highlights this morning. There was a four-year-old kid. They gave him the ball. He ran for a touchdown. It was a very nice moment. Yes. But they showed the score of the game. It was white 132, scarlet 124. This is a spring football game. How in the world was it 132 to 124? What are they doing over there in Rutgers? No, because land? every touchdown is worth 50 points. It's <laughs> crazy, man. And the other thing I got to do, I got to get something off my chest here. Andy, Please go do. my yeah, own way. Go your own way. The rookie of the year debate between Donovan Mitchell, stud season with the Jazz, and yes. Ben Simmons, absolutely yes. fantastic with the Sixers. Yes. A lot of people are saying that Ben Simmons shouldn't be up for the award. Well, guess what? He is up for the award. So it comes down to who you think has the better season. That's it. Don't give me this technicality of, well, Ben Simmons shouldn't be eligible. He is. It would be like this, Andy. The comparison I would make is, think of an NFL official who is just trying to make up his own rules on the fly. (laughs) <laughs> who says, you know what, I don't think it should be a spot foul for pass interference. I think it should be a 15-yard penalty. So instead of this one being 50 yards, we're just going to make it 15. Like He's just ruling things on the fly. It doesn't work like that. So you could say that Ben Simmons shouldn't be a, up for the award or any player who's technically in his second year, although he didn't play at all in his first year, shouldn't be up for Rookie of the Year. Fine. I'll listen to that debate, right. but that's for another season, not this you. one. Ben I'm Simmons is totally up for this award, and unless you think Donovan Mitchell had a better season, which he did not, that's the only way you can justify voting for Mitchell over Ben Simmons. Not a you feel better? Do you feel Don't a little better? You, you feel better now? I do. I okay, look at this one. Philadelphia Eagles start their offseason workout program tomorrow. Their new wide receiver, Mike Wallace, he's got a chance to earn $585,000. How? If he weighs in at less than 250 pounds. Can you imagine if they had a clause like that at Fox Sports Radio? Really? I mean, I don't get it. This is your job. Why do you have to get paid to weigh in there a certain amount? It's unbelievable, really. I'm not going to point fingers at people here at Fox, but really and truly, can you imagine if they had a clause like that? Sam, are you listening? Sam? I'm just saying. Wow. I'm just Whoa. saying. Whoa. 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 What, hold on. What's, what clause would keep you in line? As Me? a broadcaster, yeah, I'd, I'd have to gain weight. I'm underweight. Have to gain weight. Stop about weight. The stop Just complaining. Clause. In general, the stop complaining. The complaint clause. The negative with clause. Andy Furman's contract. Yes. 
Yeah, yeah we got to have positivity. That's good. There you go. Thank you so much. Hey, have a great day. Enjoy the playoffs. Have a great week. Stay tuned to Bayer and Harmon right here. Where? On Fox Sports Radio. See ya. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more.